who we were with is actually a little bit hostile and aggressive and was planning to invade the other country. And it's, when we talked about it, he, it turned out he did. He was building up a large number of troops. And... Which he claimed to be a purely defensive yeah. measure, right? Yeah. Um, and the thing that... Isn't the thing that's got you most concerned is the fact that uh, another fringeworthy person has arrived? Yeah. Um, and that was Carlos Predago, right? Yeah. A major from the ASA. Yeah. So he's uh, wondering, but it, from what we've seen, it seems like he's relatively new. Um, he hasn't been talking to the prince. Before before we arrived, I don't know if he's been talking to this queen before we arrived. Um. Well, you know that... Uh, okay, so after the big battle, um, and anyone who's listening, uh, yeah. we, we lost last last episode's file. We got overwritten by something else. Um, and so uh, uh, Lady Divya has left uh, after the battle to go and... Uh, uh, try to gain more support from some of the uh, other countries, the leaders of the other countries. Um, and uh, in the in the meantime, Carlos Predego, a major from the ASA, uh, a competing fringeworthy group from Earth Prime, has arrived uh, to uh, to try to put a stop uh, by uh, it seems by bad mouthing the the idea every way he can. <laughs> Uh, to, to reduce his, their influence, if any, upon this, uh, alternate. Because this is a, uh, a node where the ASA is developing the prime world. And so they would no doubt also have designs upon the alternates. And the fact that you are inter- here interested in, in doing stuff on the alternates is definitely of interest to the ASA. And so they've shown up and they're, uh, you know, he's not, bad-mouthing you in the sense of saying lies about you, but he's questioning your motives, that your motives, you keep claiming that your motives are pure, you're just explorers, and blah, 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 and he's saying, no, 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 they are just as imperialistic as, you know, as, as, as they might claim we are. He says, however, you know, it's, we're, we are looking, you know, we are looking for 
we are developing a world nearby you and you know we are going to be neighbors and therefore we want good relations with you we have a reason to and, and we're set uh, we're in a good position to set up trade between our two groups while IDAD is just you know they're you know trying to you know trying to get some advantage from you that uh, without actually really caring about the long term uh, benefits and 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 the status and and you know your future. They're not interested in your future. They're interested in what they can get from you. And of course, you you loudly proclaim that's not be yeah. the case. And but you know it's uh, yeah. he's uh, he he being a military man seems to have gotten struck a a uh, simpatico chord with the uh, the prince who's right now, you know, building up a big army and uh, in anticipation of continued uh, combat with uh, uh, Queen uh, Lavanya, who sent the dragons. So you've been sent out to try to find out what the deal is with Queen Lavanya, and also because you wanted to go rescue Coriabas, yeah. who uh, you believe... Well, we, we actually um, did not... The king, the prince, didn't really want us to go. I don't think we were sent. I think we just we just went, but we had to get his permission to leave. Right. And then he, you know, he stole the dock box from us again. I don't believe he stole it from you. I believe he kept it where it'd be the most. It could do the most good. Yeah, but you know, we know that he stole it. Well, you certainly claim that, and I just heard the uh, my phone go off, so no doubt that's. That's John sending me a message. So hold on. All right. So, so you, um, I, I said, I said basically, if it's an animal, it's okay. If it's a sentient being, we're not going to enslave it. Right. But what you know, the the prince, uh, you know, as a, as a, possibly as a test of your loyalty to him, um, he asked you guys to go and find a um, uh, an object um, that. Uh, I believe it was a platter of some kind that um, would that s- supposedly, if you had this in your possession, you could summon up some magical being uh, that would it was entirely invincible, and that if he had that, then he wouldn't need a standing army because he would be able to defeat any enemy that would ever come against him. Um, and of course, you know, there's always the, the counter possible that he could send that being against his anybody he wanted to defeat. But the point was, he wanted you guys to go get it, and you guys said, "No, we really need to go get Koryavis first, or we need to go and talk and, and communicate back with our our our, our home office yeah. or whatever." And he said, "Well," and at that point, that's when uh, the uh, I believe the um, uh, uh, the May uh, I'm sorry, uh, Carl. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Major Carlos uh, Predego said, oh, I'll go find that. And he's off doing that. And, of course, I would think you'd be really worried about that because yeah. the ASA got their hands on something that was Do we know anything about the location? Or? Uh, it's, uh, it was actually supposedly up in the mountains somewhere, which would be off to your left where you are right now, next to that big raging river that you're, that you're now at, which separates the... Uh, 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 Prince uh, Narendra's kingdom and uh, Queen Lavanya's kingdom. So if you were to go left and go up in the mountains, it's possible that you could actually run into um, uh, Carlos uh, and whatever men he has with him, because he's probably going to take a, some soldiers with him. 
um, to try to find this object, this this yeah. thing that the, the prince would like, you know, to help him. I, I'm starting to think we really need to talk to Lady Divya or whatever it is. Is that is that the one who's here? Or? She, uh, Lady Divya is, is okay, the one. Okay, which is the queen that... The queen is Queen Lavanya, which is the one who has the dragons. Lady Divya was the one in Prince uh, uh, Narendra's uh, castle that everybody kept accusing of trying to seduce uh, 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 Philip. Okay. And uh, seemed to to have a liking for Philip since she kept doing things to help him out. Though, of course, he sometimes thinks that sometimes she wasn't helping him out. She was helping herself to him. Or something of the same, you know. But she's she's apparently used some some magic on him a couple of times. Uh, one time to well, or drugs. Uh, but they certainly seem to have a very strong effect. Uh, and in one case, he thought it was a bad thing. Uh, in another case, he thought it was a good thing since it allowed him to uh, help turn the tide at the end of the battle of uh, against the uh, dragons that were attacking from uh, Queen Lavanya's kingdom. So, anyways, at this point, uh, uh, Coriabis, uh, whose mind is in the uh, body of the animated Scarecrow, uh, has been carried off by a dragon to Queen Lavanya's kingdom, and no one knows what's happened to him. You guys are all standing on the edge of the river, looking at this huge cataract-filled, mile-wide expanse. Uh, Trying to decide how to best try to cross... Your horses are exhausted because they literally well, gonna, they literally we're, ran we're, back we're, and we're, forth. We're going to rest for a night, we're right? Not. But I'm just saying. But they literally ran back and forth for over 24 hours trying to get you guys to go help, you know, Coriabis, and also to you know. And so they're right now just a little bit too. Uh, uh, they, they literally are have collapsed onto the ground and are laying on their sides. You know, sleeping, you know, their breath laboring in their exhaustion. You, know, you can tell that these horses literally, you know, have, you know, very, they put themselves in a fairly dangerous state by doing this. Horses, um, you, uh, do, why don't you make a common knowledge check? What is common knowledge? It's it's a uh, well it's it's a knowledge skill and you have um, a jack of all trades so it's just no a I don't you're thinking of the oh other okay character. well it's just a knowledge skill you can roll for it uh, with a d4 minus two if you don't have jack of all trades you mean you have to specifically have common knowledge as a skill in order to be able to have common knowledge without minus two isn't it sort of common so everybody has it. It's kind of a broad-based kind of thing. Um, yeah, go ahead and make your an intelligence check. I keep going back and forth. I have to, you know, this this is the one part of the system that confuses me a little bit about Savage World. It doesn't matter, too. Okay. Yeah. And I assume Philip you know, can do it, though. I, well, okay. I don't have Philip's character sheet, so he can't. So I guess we'll just move on. Um Time John would like to actually provide me with character sheets to both Philip and Coriobulus, I would be glad to play this character. But until then, he's basically not available for any real help. Okay, so um, you guys sleep the night, 
Uh, it doesn't rain, uh, as I recall, though it looks pretty foreboding. Um, the uh, you do a couple of times see um, what you th- what you think might be uh, moonlight shining off the back of some immense beast high in the sky, which. Uh, may- uh, whether that's a patrol or something, you don't know. And, um, and you, uh, uh, and you continue on. Uh, there is, uh, uh, says you do have a strange dream that night. Okay. Um, you, uh, see, uh, Coriabis, uh, as a scarecrow hanging upside down. Uh, in the position of the hanged man of the tarot card, yeah. and he's and he's talking to you that um, uh, uh, taken uh, taken thrice uh, is nice. He keeps saying that, and and then he, he basically gets it's like darkness just closes on him like a book. Okay, I, I would have no idea what that what that means. Well, maybe later on it'll make sense to you. Taking thrice is nice. Um, okay, I'm considering. First of all, Coriabis is. Pro- we're not probably not going to break out Coriabis ourselves. Second, the thing in the mountains is around this area. Well, no, it's in the mountains to the left, which right. is not in this area. It's not in this area. No, it's it's you have to go up into the mountains. So, and it's an, a wild area that's not controlled by anybody. But I mean, is it closer to Queen Lavanya's area or to the prince's area? I would say it's closer to the prince's area than um, Queen Lavanya because it's on this side. Well, it's not actually on this side; it's on both sides. Uh, of the river. So it's between them then? It's up to the left. It's a mountain and the river comes down from the mountain. Oh, so it's, it would be then at least like as close to the prince as to the queen's? If you want to say that, sure. So it's possible the queen may know something and certainly if she has dragons patrolling, maybe her dragons patrolling has seen things there. Yeah. So that would suggest it may be a better idea to talk to her. Maybe. Uh, if you wanted to get um, high on the mountain very quickly, also if you wanted to find out, up there would help. We also, we need to find out more information about the local situation that's not something that's been filtered through the prints. Right. So talking to her may be a good idea. So what's your plan? I'm so I'm inclined to think we should go and actually talk to her. Okay. Rather well, than trying to invade and break Coriabis out. Okay, you wake up in the morning with a start as a result of your bad dream. Okay, and uh, you see that a fine uh, dew has fall has fallen over everything, soaking everything. Uh, your camp's fire is out. Uh, your your bedroll, your clothing are all soaking wet. Um, the horses are damp and 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 shivering. Uh, they're still asleep, and uh, you know. Overall, it's a kind of. It's, even though it's bright and sun, is it bright and sunny? Let me find out. No, it's still just as overcast and nasty as it was last try night. To, try to start a fire again. See, maybe if I can find some um, branches that got 
didn't get too wet or okay. whatever. All right, that would be a, uh, do we have a survival skill, I think? Isn't there a survival skill? I don't know. So you should always put down all your skills on your character sheet. I didn't write down survival. I don't know if the game has survival. Well, I think they do. Let me check. Um, Four plus three is seven minus two is five. Okay, so you uh, you manage to find uh, dry wood sitting up in the trees, and you're able to scrape the wet bark off of that dry wood and get a fire going. Usually in situations where you have a lot of water, um, the, the, the dead wood that's hanging in tree branches or still attached to trees are one of your best sources of good dry wood mm-hmm. rather than stuff that's sitting on the ground that gets soaked on a regular basis. So get the fire going. The crackling and popping sounds of the firewood um, waken the horses who uh, whinny and, and uh, struggle up to their feet. Uh, they, uh, I guess the horses, are you okay now? Uh, obviously, they're not going to answer verbally, but maybe they uh, can indicate. They, they, uh, they, they, they give you, uh, you know, uh, they, they nod their heads. They, act, they give you the understanding that they are ready to go. However, you can tell that they are still somewhat listless. Mm-hmm. They're still suffering the effects of the um, uh, of that. Based upon the rules of the game... Uh, they are no longer exhausted. Okay, you. They're not. You know, they're not. They're not exhausted. They're not fatigued. They're okay to go. I'm just saying, though, is it? If I tell them, you, you since, still look a little tired. Since they overexerted themselves as they did, I'm just saying, is that it would be relatively easy for them to drop into a fatigue state. But it's as long as you go easy on them, you should. They should be fine. Just like if you woke, if you worked really hard yesterday and woke up all sore and tired, you know, it would be tough. Now, does this, obviously we won't see it here because there's a river, but do these kingdoms generally have border guards? Well, it's clear to you that they don't think they need border guards along this river, except in places where there are crossings because you don't see any. I mean, granted, it's a mile over to the next place, but you guys have goggles and things like that. And, you know, I'm sure. Sh- so, can we see a crossing? Yeah, no, you don't see a crossing here. Mm-hmm. If there's a crossing, it's going to be further down. It's clear, right? I mean, you're not going to go from an area of massive cataracts to like a hundred, yeah, a hundred yards down the, the thing, nothing. Unless, of course, there is a huge crevasse that suddenly is filled with water. Okay, I mean, that's that's the only way that happens. And maybe there is. But I'm just saying, what you're seeing looking around is a, a, an immense, you know, cataract-filled water that would be very dangerous to cross. Uh, and uh, certainly some, nothing you would want to do uh, without some gear, some mm-hmm. safety gear. Uh, and that's why I made the suggestion originally that you might, you could set up some kind of a thing where you could... Uh, uh, put anchors onto each of the rocks and run a line, and then possibly, you know, using some kind of uh, powered device or uh, pulleys. When Philip teleports, can he only teleport to a place where he's standing, or like, can he like teleport to where he can he's holding on a line? If he has some place he could grab to, he could. I'm, I'm sure he could do that. That's why I mean, I'm suggesting run the rope all the way across and then have him teleport to various spots on the rope. 
Because he only has a certain distance. Well, the only way to run the rope a rope across would be for something to carry it across. Mm. So that would require either your robot or something else that I don't know that you have. Uh, I was assuming that he would teleport from rock to rock, taking the rope with him. I don't him. think we have enough. There are enough rocks, though. No, there aren't enough rocks. They're just separated by far enough distances that there's no way to easily go between them. Without, I mean, you wouldn't be able to cross over to them without somebody like being, you know, from rock to rock. You, someone would have to fly or teleport from rock to rock in order to set this thing up, is all I'm saying. And, and the, the trees aren't tall enough for you to send a rope from one side to the other side uh, and just tie it to a tree. I mean, you'd literally have to build a bridge to be able to, because the, the ropes would hang. Because of the way, you know, that's how it, that's, that's how physics works. Okay, well, if we're gonna, um, actually talk to her, I think I should go get the robot since we're not trying to hide anymore. Okay. Um, wait for Philip to see what he thinks about whether we should negotiate or talk to her or not. Okay, so, alright, so you guys are gonna turn around and go back and get no, the robot? No, I'm gonna wait till Philip's player is here and I can, he can. So you just wanna pause then? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you decide to go downstream and see if you can find a crossing. Yeah. All right. So you guys... Yeah, work- I don't know if this still counts, but if it does, that's the same part. I should- right. Well, you're st- you are still looking for right. Coriolis, so yes. I mean, so we, like- sort of, we sort of already know where he is, and we're trying to find a way to... Get you know out. he's somewhere in the kingdom. Yeah. That's not really knowing where he okay. is. Okay, I mean, you know where he is, Ken, because you sat here when I narrated with John what what his character was doing, but your character doesn't know anything. Okay. All right, so... uh, Also, when we, while we're searching for an easy way out, um, every so often try the communicator and see if we communicate with Coriopus. Because, I mean, as a player, I know he's... Too far away because he's on the other side of the river, but or maybe he's not. But okay, I don't actually know as a character if he's ever going to be within range or not. So I just keep trying every so often. Okay. All right. So you head down south, okay, and you go along the river, uh, going through the woods along the river. Um, it's a pretty, like I said, it's a pretty dense woods. So if you go in a little ways, it's, it's not hard to, uh, uh, to go along. Um, you do come to some other areas where the water seems, the, the, the cataract sound, uh, lessens to, and you look over and you can see that there is, um, uh, there, uh, there is the possibility of crossing, but you also notice that none of those rocks that you saw that were so, you know, that looked so possibly useful in crossing the river are there. It's a big wide expanse of, of, of water. Uh, the water's still run, moving very quickly, but you also notice that it's, it's not, you know, in cataracting, which means it's very deep there. Um, so you definitely couldn't ford it. Uh, and there doesn't seem to be any kind of a crossing thing in, in place. If you wanted to try to, um, uh, if you if you made a raft here and you tried to get across the river, you could probably get to cross the river. But once you got to the other side, 
you'd be moving very quickly along the side and would likely crash into something on the other side or you'd have to like throw a loop on something and get yanked off into the water to get onto the other side, the bank. Mm-hmm. Okay. But as I said, I want to find a way across Mocha so we have a way back. I'm just letting you if know. If we're going to use a raft for that purpose, then we have to take the raft across, leave the raft, and return. Right. Well, I'm just saying is that you, uh, uh, in either case, you know, uh, if you, I'm saying there's, there is the possibility here of doing it, but you're going to how, have to. How far downstream have we gone? You've, you've gone about a, a, a mile or so downstream. Okay, is that in the direction of the mountains with this creature in it, or? No. It's away. It's away. It's, it's away from the mountains. It's away from the mountains. You're going further downstream. That's down ah. the mountains, away from the mountains. Okay. I'm just I'm just letting you know where you have opportunity to do stuff. Okay. Okay. Well, continue going. See if we actually do see a bridge. All right. Um, you uh, uh, this is this is followed by a thun uh, uh, a, a thunderous sound. Uh, you move on a little further, and you notice that there's this 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 gorge that the water falls into, and it's just an enormous cataract of a couple hundred foot drop mm-hmm. and it's just pouring down at like Niagara Falls um, and the swirling water down there it's it's kind of it's it's uh, it's kind of dark down there uh, it's uh, well actually it wouldn't be dark it's uh, it's just dark because it's it's a cloudy day um, the the um, it looks like there might be some kind of a fishing village down there. Um, Does it seem like there's a way from the top of the cliff to the bottom of the cliff? Um, searching, make us uh, uh, make a notice check. Hey, they both exploded. Nine. Okay. Um, there does uh, there does seem to be. Uh, some kind of, of looking over the side, you can see that there are some ladders that go uh, up to a couple of cave openings, and then maybe there's a cave opening that that opens up here somewhere that they might come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the river continues to flow downstream from here. Do we actually see a bridge? No, there's no bridge there, uh, and. Uh, and there may be uh, a way of crossing behind the cataract mm-hmm. there, and but then you know you have the same problem climbing up the other side. Uh, the water, the water, it gets very rough again following the uh, uh, the drop down into the the, the ravine and uh, continues further downriver. How far have we gone compared to where I, we first encountered the river? I told you you've gone about a mile. Uh, let's go another mile. Okay. All right. You go another mile, and you notice that the, the uh, that the ravine slowly gets uh, gets lower until you, until it looks pretty obvious to you that if you continue any uh, if you continue further downstream that probably it'll become level again with the river 
So this entire time you've been going basically downhill. Okay, now look at the river. Is it still deep and there are no rocks? Um, the river, uh, where it is now, like I said, at this point is still about maybe 40 feet below. Um, uh, maybe uh, where you are. And um, the river seems to be pretty, still, it's moving very rapidly. Uh, it's still pretty turbulent. All the way down this ravine, is it's very turbulent. Looks like a great place to go whitewater rafting. What I'm saying is it's obvious to you that as you go along, following the river, the the, the sides are getting lower. And that at some point in, uh, further down, it should meet up again. Okay, use the binoculars and look further downstream. Um, okay. Uh, you're going to be able to see maybe another uh, mile at the most. Um, make a nose check. Seven. Seven. Okay. Even though there's a lot of spray, um, uh, which interferes with your ability to see in the distance, you get the impression that, yes, it's in another mile or mile and a half, it should meet back. It should get up pretty close to the... the, the but is it, is it, does it still seem to be deep? Or? You can't tell that. You can't tell whether it... But you it, can tell from what color it looks like, right? Uh, if it's dark... No, I'm saying it's it's uh, because of the cataracts and 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 all the 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 frothing that's going on because uh, it's all you have is white water you're looking at. It's very turbulent white water. You can't see the real you know how deep it is, but because it is so white watery, you can assume that it's not that deep. Mm. Now it's. Turbulent, but we can't see rocks, can we? Uh, there's no rocks. There's no rocks sticking out of the water, but you can see big plumes of water and frothing that makes you sure that there's rocks underneath there. <laughs> John says that it's okay with Philip too. Okay. So crossing here is not a good idea. It's, it's still got the same problem. It, it, this is less narrow. I'm, I'm sorry, it's more narrow than it was before. It was about a mile across. Here it's narrowed down to maybe um, uh, half that okay. distance, we, about 2,000 feet. Do we see the, have we ever seen the castle at any point in our travel? No, you have not seen the castle whatsoever. All you've seen is this, this heavy forest on the other side of the river. Okay, let's go back upstream to where the village was. Okay. Is the village on this side of the river or the other side of the river? It was on both. So do we actually know whose territory it's on? It's on either and both. Is the village only down in the gorge or is some of it up on the top of the cliff? As far as you can tell, it's all down in the gorge. They seem to be living on the river, off the the the... You know, the things of the river. Okay. Uh, let's go down to the village and um, ask around. Find that information about the area. Maybe find out where the castle is. Find out who 
rules this area. Like, does the village consider itself to be ruled by one side or the other, or are they just doing their best to, like, stay below both people's radar or what? Okay. So how are you going to get down there? Um, you said there are ladders. Uh, you can see ladders go up a certain distance into what looked to be um, uh, looked to be cave openings. And I said there's a possibility that there may be other cave openings up here on the top, but you don't see them. Okay, let's look around for them. So you're going to start searching. Yes. Okay. So you need to make a... Uh, uh, basically, uh, every 10 minutes I'll give you a... Uh, 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 a notice check. Four. Four. Okay. All right. After searching about, you find uh, off uh, uh, between the, the bowls of a couple of trees, you see uh, a rock outcropping, and apparently there uh, looks to be a, um, uh, a stream bed that currently is not full of water. Uh, it's only got a trickle going through it. It seems to go through a fairly large opening at the top, um, uh, it, into a very large opening, a cave opening of some kind. So you're hoping that if you go into that cave opening, you might be able okay, to find your way down. Okay, now using the binoculars on the village, um, do the people seem to be still like this, basically the same, you know, ethnic background, which means we can't pretend to be locals. Yes, they okay. still look Indian. Okay. Um, well, we're going to have to say we're travelers, but, yeah. you know, medieval yeah. worlds don't have a lot of travelers. Um, okay, let's go. Okay. Go into the cave, see if it actually does lead down. All right. So, um, are you going to try to bring your horses with you? Um, well, horses can't climb ladders. No, they but, certainly can't. Um... Does it look like the village has places for horses? No. You don't see any horses down there? I don't see any horses. We were were horses here. They can... We're pretty smart. They can take care of themselves. Okay. They'll go to munching on uh, uh, leaves from the trees and such. Okay. Resting. And so you... uh, uh, So basically you two, uh, you and Philip... Go down into the opening and try to clamber your way through. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm going to make you make a survival check. Actually, it's I, and and also a climbing check. Survival check to help to make you have you find your way, and a climbing check to see. I don't have those. Okay. So we each have to make our own separate check. No, just one for the two of you. Whoever well, has the whatever, whoever has the best skill should make the roll. Whatever Philip has. I don't know what Philip has. So just roll your own. Survival failed. Climbing failed. For survival. Okay. Failed. <laughs> and I probably fall from the ladder too. No, uh, that's not for that's not for that. Okay, so 
uh, what happens is is that you guys go into this this cave system, and you pretty rapidly lose uh, lose track of where you're supposed where you are. You get confused. You think you've gone down, go to a lot of dead ends, um, and you um, um, and you uh, basically you. Uh, uh, have a couple of bad slips and falls, and you each uh, uh, take an injury. So you guys need to do a healing check to see whether or not you uh, you end up with a permanent injury from this. Okay, healing on me, I guess, okay. is a four. All right, so you're fine. The roll on Philip. I don't know what he's got for healing. Okay, if he has healing. Um, if it's the same as me, roll a two, and he got hurt. But I don't actually know it's the same as me. So what did you roll for his healing? I rolled a two. So he doesn't get healed. Unless he has, like, a first aid kit that gives him bonus. Well, if you don't have a first aid kit, you take a minus. Oh. So it's assumed you have a first aid okay. kit. Okay. All right. So you basically take... He takes a... He keeps a, gets a wound. You don't. All right. And... Uh, but one of the place, uh, but you do end up, uh, uh, finding yourself in the corner, in, in some corner where it looks like when it rains in here, it looks like the water, the water fills up this place pretty good, which should make you a little nervous considering I rolled that five for, uh, weather. It was all overcast and rainy looking. Okay, let's try to make our way out of this place. Yeah, well, let me finish what I'm saying here, okay? And uh, you, uh, but uh, in uh, one corner that you ended up running into and not being able to find your, and, and realizing you were at a dead end, uh, you find a, uh, 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 you, you find a, a silver uh, uh, hair uh, comb. You know, a, a silver comb that it'd be used to hold a woman's hair. Okay, that's is that's piled up, you know, in, in the trash and such. Is this something might have been lost and had been washed down into this okay, location? I, I pick up the silver comb and I look at it. Okay, doesn't say like property of Queen Lavanya. Or it does. Something like it does that. not. But it definitely looks valuable. It looks okay. far. It looks far too va- valuable to be a common item. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's. Uh, it, it, I mean, you don't know enough about the uh, the women and the 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 economics of this world to know whether what status someone would have to wear such an item. Yeah, it's, but it's definitely not something that um, a servant would wear, or probably a poor person would wear, unless, of course, it was one of their. You know, family I, I, heirlooms. I'm extremely tempted to wear it, but if it's only worn by people of a certain station, doing so could get me in a lot of trouble. But it would all it could also help you because by wearing it, it people might assume you were of a station that they had to respect. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll put it in my. I'll put it away for now, but I'll think about using it later. Okay. All right. So um, you eventually do find your way out of this, uh, the uh, and you find yourself 
coming out of an opening where there's uh, the sound of the river is very loud. Uh, and uh, you look out and you can see this surge. In fact, wait a minute. Since I'm saying that, since we have to say we're travelers anyway, because we're obviously not locals, um, I could always say, you know, I didn't know that I was claiming, I didn't know, you know, that only certain people are permitted to wear this. So I'll, I'll put it on. Okay. All right. So you, as I said, you come out to this opening and you can see the river surge. Is this like something that you wear and not just like something you comb your hair with? Right. Away? It, no, it's, okay. it's designed to be worn in a woman's hair. Okay. You know, possibly part of a hairdo, but could it just be worn by itself? Okay. okay. The third time now, <laughs> you look out through the opening and you see this the surging river beyond. Okay. And, and you see the village? No, not at this point. Uh, but you definitely see a ladder coming up. And you can see where uh, there are uh, uh, ro- places on the wall where it looks like metal uh, spikes have been driven into the wall and uh, ropes have been uh, attached. There's fibers laying about the floor of, of, of broken ropes and such. So it looks like someone might climb up here and then maybe use a rope to help pull up stuff. Okay, now a question. When we were coming this way, um, obviously we could only go where we could, you know, walk or climb, but were there any places where perhaps being able to teleport would have made it much shorter? Uh, John's character can only teleport right. a relatively short distance. Right, but yes, even then, that could be enough, you know, like you have like a passage here and something across a cliff that's, you know, like maybe 40 feet away. Right. It would have been relatively easy for John, for Philip, I'm sorry, for Phillips to teleport from the top down to the bottom rather than what you guys just went through. Okay. And so what's the distance from the top to the bottom? Um, I said it was about 400, uh, it was about 200 feet. So that would mean if we're trying to get away from us, since we could teleport from the bottom to the top? Yes, you, you could do that. Okay. Yeah. 200 feet is about 30 squares. Okay. Okay. So 30, 33 yeah. squares. I think that's within John's limit of teleportation. All right. Okay. So. You see that. Um, and now, in order to teleport, do you have to see your destination or you just have to know where it is? Either. It's a minus if you if you only have it described to you. Like, for instance, suppose he were to, we were to be in the village and then somebody were to, you know, take us captive and throw a sheet over us. Could he still teleport up to the top? Yeah, he's been on the top. He knows what it looks like. Okay. So he could, t- it would be a known location for him. But if, for example, someone says, you need to go to the castle inside, you need to go to a room inside the castle and this is what the room looks like, you know, it's like three up and over there, on, right there, and, in, and describes the room, then that would be a minus for him because he's never actually been there, even though it's been described to him. If he tried to teleport just to a location that he'd never seen and never even been described, it'd be really, other than it's, it's like 400 feet away up there, then it would be a real minus, and anything beyond that would be impossible. All right. So we get down to the village, then. 
Okay. Um, they're uh, looking around uh, where you are. Uh, you can see that there is, in fact, um, some brackets and such that, uh, and some long uh, uh, trussed together uh, wooden beams to form some kind of a... Um, uh, not not a sc- scaffolding, but um, something that they can stick out over the side and actually do a better job of hoisting things up. So, because when you look over this over the, the opening, you can see that it goes down to a little narrow walkway, which then goes to another cave opening, and then there's another uh, uh, there's another walk, and there's and there's another cave further down where there's another ladder coming out of that. So apparently you're supposed to go up one ladder, go through a cave opening, go through a set of caves, get them back outside, come over here, go up this ladder, and then go through this cave up to the top. So it's it's a bit a bit of a of a thing of going through this. The one nice thing is that all these openings inside the cave have been relatively large. So it's not like, uh, except for the little side passageways that you've ended up finding yourself getting stuck in. But we in. Wouldn't, still wouldn't be able to take a horse in. No, a horse with no way would be able to navigate this. However, it is possible from this location, from this location, to be able to um, uh, to lower or raise a, lo- a large heavy object up to this point. Okay. Uh, all the way up to the top, they don't seem to have that set up. This may be for security reasons. Okay. Okay, that they don't want to put um, a, a big hoist on the top for anybody who wants to, to raise and lower stuff all the way down to the bottom. Or maybe they would carry such a thing out and build it as necessary right up there on the top. Okay, now when I um, paid the guy at the portal to let us put, to let us keep the robot there, um, did I find out what kind of currency is normally used around here? Like, I mean, I had obviously the gold that we take with us. Right. But, well, you know, when I show him gold, he say, "Wow, gold! You know, that's worth a million times anything I have, or what?" Well, he the last time when you offered him a gold coin in order to do stuff for okay. him, he was very excited about it. Okay. You've already done that once. Okay. So you offered him more stuff now to watch him, and he's like saying, "Sure, no problem." I'll keep an eye on it. Uh, Now, you know, of course, he's not, you know, you're not talking to the the owner of the property that was, uh, uh, that was Lady Divya. Mm -hmm. So uh, you're, so he has other responsibilities. He can't, uh, and maybe he can set a, 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 one of his kids, you know, and his kids could be adults, by the way, Mm -hmm. uh, to, to stand there and watch over your giant, your robot. But you know he there are he has responsibilities of farming and such. Things. And there really probably aren't too many people who want to steal a robot unless they're going to just you know crush it for scrap metal, which is or a unless they want to keep it out of your hands. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I uh, it's uh, it's always possible you'll come back and find it blown to bits because a certain person from the ASA didn't want you to have have access to it. Yeah, so you didn't pay him enough to risk his life to to, to save it. Anyways, uh, just put that little bee in your in your ear. Uh, so that at this point, you if you have rope on you, you can attempt to uh, set up the scaffolding here and 
um, and lower yourself or uh, somebody else down, all the way down to the bottom. Or you can just climb down the ladder, go along the little the little from, trail. From what from what we've seen, um, now we've seen the Vizier has sort of magic, and of course there are dragons, but we haven't seen any other evidence of magic, right? No, you have not. Okay, okay? it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. The Vizier just, have magic items. You saw you saw magic items. I mean, Coriolis was put into one, wasn't he? Okay. Is there any way to recognize magic items? Well, do they glow or something? They, or? I would say. I mean, obviously not Coriabus, but I would say uh, unless they had some kind of magic symbols on them or something like that, you wouldn't necessarily be able to identify them. Okay, take take the comb and look for a symbol on it. Okay, uh, the comb. Uh, make a nose check, please. Four. Okay. The comb uh, is uh, definitely has some very high-grade uh, workmanship on it. Um, you don't know if, in fact, it has any special magic on it or not, but it definitely is a very high-quality item, uh, the, sort, the sort of thing that you would expect in a magic item. Uh, not that it necessarily is magic, but it doesn't glow. It doesn't tingle to your touch. Um, it's not, uh, you're not seeing a halo around it like you do when you look at the warp. Okay, just put it back in my hair. Okay. All right, so you continue to go down the ladder and along the trail and then go into the next one. Okay, the next one is really not not hard to navigate at all. You've already gone down most of the distance already, about 150 feet when you came out onto this point. Uh, And... So from this, uh, so you, you basically just travel down and you come out the other end. And, uh, are you trying to act stealthy in any way? No. Okay. You come out the other end and there's people who are, uh, apparently, um, uh, throwing nets out into the water and, uh, uh, and, and trying to collect fish. Um, the, you can see that that's a, there's a lot of nets in this water. Uh, there's even, uh, when you look over at the waterfall, you can see that on the sides, they have nets set, set up to, you know, that apparently they've put in and they pull back out. Um, and there's, and there's a lot of small, uh, well, there's a lot of small caves and also, um, uh, lean to type structures that, uh, uh, that are set up along the side, uh, Near the, uh, more along, more or less along over where the, uh, um, excuse me, um, where the waterfall is. Uh, there are some boulders that people are on. It looks like, uh, the boulders basically disappear in the distance, which kind of would go with that idea where the, you know, the river gets flatter and flatter, you know, but right here is a really, a really deep cataract, um, and, uh, the water is literally very angry looking and, and white and, and green and frothy. Um, and it, it looks like these people make, uh, mostly fish here. That's okay. what they do. Oh, by the way, when we were up at the top, did we see any like, um, fields of grain or crops? 
No, it's just woods. And and looking more carefully, you see trees, fruits, or yeah, you see over uh, uh, over next to the wall, the end where the waterfall is. You can see that uh, it that there are racks leaning up against the side of the wall, covered with fish, Hmm. where they apparently are drying or something. Okay. Uh, You also um, can smell. This, uh, what smells like um, oil fires going. And there's a lot of steaming um, stuff. Um, well, I don't think you could probably see that with all the, all the, uh, the mist and everything coming here. Uh, anyways, there's some people down there. They're, they're, they're doing something, and you... Uh, uh, you and you see... Um, one of them gets, you know, gets startled by your sudden appearance, and that person staggers and looks like they might fall into the river. Uh, Is there something you can do? Um, how close are they to me? Uh, they're within a move. I'm gonna move and try to keep them from falling in the river. Okay. All right. So you're gonna run up and do a grab. Okay. Okay, so that's going to be an agility check. It's a fighting check, actually. A fighting check. Right. So, and you're going to have to make a a strength check to keep them from toppling over into the river. Since my fighting check was a two, I'm going to Benny this. All right. Uh... Actually, it was a three, but I'm still going to Benny because three is usually not a success. Okay, that's better. Nine. Okay, so you you grapple uh, this guy, yeah. and now you need to make a strength check to make sure he doesn't actually fall in. Um, the strength check is four. Okay, so you succeed. If you'd failed badly, you would have gone in with him <laughs> together. Okay. And you pull him back, and... He he, 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 he turns and, and, and looks at you and his eyes grow wide and he drops down to his knees and he says, uh, he, he says, your servant, uh, uh, Nadib, uh, thanks you for his life. You know, oh gracious mistress. Uh, I consider the comb in my hair. And the, the other one who is there drops his, uh, 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 you know, drops his his part of the, of the net and turns around and starts running toward the village. Okay. So, is there anything you want to do about that? Yeah, I say, uh, don't run. Please tell me um, what is going on. Okay, uh, make a uh, persuade check. Let's see, see how much authority you can put into your voice. Six. Okay, um, he like, pulls himself up and and he, and he falls down on his face and says, "Forgive me, mistress." He said, "He said it was." He says, "It's uh, eh, I, I was I was just going to tell the the the, villi- the village chief that 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 uh, uh that, that someone from Queen Lavanya's uh uh from the, someone from the, the the castle, a royal, was in our presence." Uh, he. Hmm. 
I say I am I say you must treat me like a traveler I am here incognito I take the comb from my hair I put it away and I say please um, do not um, do not make anything unusual about my presence known oh uh, the one who called himself uh, Nabid, he says, I could, I could say that you are my sister-in-law from Freeport. No, that- I, I, am a, I am a traveler. And my friend here, Philip, is also a traveler. We come only to find out some information about these lands here. Um, okay. Um, well, um, is there anything I can do for you, mistress? Well, you can, um, tell me where I can. First of all, tell, tell me, um, where is the location of the castle? Oh, he points on toward the other side in, in that direction. Now, How which, far away is it? Oh, it's um, it's a day's journey by foot. Okay, in the direction that he pointed, is he pointed downstream or upstream? Slightly upstream. Slightly upstream, okay. Um, uh, now that my comb is off, does he... Have an unusual reaction to the fact that we don't look like natives, or no? He's you he said you said you were incognito, and and he might be a little confused why you're asking where the castle is, yeah. since he's still assuming you're from the castle. I, I, I saw him. Um, you you may stand. We are travelers. Yes, mistress. Now we, I, we are travelers. Okay. Now I, I didn't actually say you know we're not we're not royals. But I'm, you know, just insisting we're travelers. And All right. Well, he's kind of, he's still kind of averting his eyes. I say we, in fact, are travelers. So. Okay. If you're. Whatever you say, mistress. <laughs> um, anyway, it, it, tell uh, me, tell, it, tell me, tell me the, tell me what, um, what's the name of this village? Tell me what, um, Amenities there are. You have a place where we can um, purchase purchase food. A place with lodgings. Um, do you have books? Um, I don't know if they, they have books. But he 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 looks at you and he and he says that. Um, he says it, it it would be inappropriate for a lady such as yourself. Uh, and your companion uh, to uh, to stay anywhere other than at the uh, uh, the elder's house, elder's dwelling. Uh, he, he points this over to the left hand corner behind the uh, the fish um, racks. There apparently is a, uh, a a cave opening with a what looks to be like a cloth uh, with some color to it in front of it. And there, and there even appears to be a figure of some kind uh, sitting or or standing outside of it. 
Right. Um, there's lots of people out here, but the, you you kind of came out a little fur, what, further away from where most of them okay. are. Okay, look around. Do I see buildings? You know, like something like like a sign on it, or no? There's no signs. They 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 know where everything is. All right. Okay. Uh, and he uh, in and he, he's, and, he, and he, again he looks at you and says. It does 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 mistress require anything else then? Um, I say you, we do not require anything else. Would you like me to introduce you to I, the elder? I, I think there's been a, a misunderstanding though here. Um, we are from very very far away. We're not from where you think we're from. Um, we're you're not from you're not. Uh, we are in fact we came because we wish to um, speak to the queen. Um, does they have a word for ambassadors? There does seem to be a word we for it. We are ambassadors. Oh, and so... We wish to speak to the queen, but we first were traveling towards a castle. Oh, he says. And then looking at you in a fairly crafty look in his eye, he says, so you're... Points the hair. That is a. I already uh, took it off. I know. He points to where it was you know, on his own head. You know. Uh, he says that is a uh, uh, a a safe um, a, a a a proof of safe journey. In other words, it's something to keep you safe on your journey. It's it's something that um, indicates that we're important people. Okay, well, he's you confused him again. Okay, he just well, kind of shrugs his shoulder and says, "Well, uh, if it's okay, my brother and I would like to get back to like catching okay, fish." Okay, you said um, <laughs> we could. You said to talk to the elder, though. Yes, yeah. Please, okay. please, please go see the elder. Okay. I, I'm sure he can answer your questions. He may have books uh, that you that you look for. Uh, it's uh, he. Uh, I'm sure that he'd be the person. To talk to about uh, anything having to do with things that occur outside of our village. Okay, let's go see the elder then. Okay, and so, I keep the comb off because all right, it's it's nice having somebody you know treat you like royalty, but real royalty tends to find out sooner or later. Yeah, but at the same time, is yeah. that you know sometimes if you don't have that sort of thing, you yeah. can get the crap beat out of you. Oh, so certainly if we. In a situation where we need to use it, all right. So, use it. so you move along and you you draw certainly draw attention from uh, the various people who stop what they're doing and look at you and basically stare at you as you walk by. You get the feeling that there's not a whole lot of people, strangers, come to this village, and and you definitely looking around. You can see there's a certain sameness to the cast of their the cast of their features. Okay. Uh, and but you you again you get. As you get closer, the smell of uh, 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 gets stronger, and that that oil smell gets stronger, and you you definitely smell something that sounds. The closest thing I'd say is it smells like you're outside of uh, like a McDonald's. There's literally this smell in the air of hot grease. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, the sound of the cataract, however, is really loud now. You've gotten closer to it, and it's just rumbling down the side. And uh, you see that people have a tendency to use a, a kind of a um, 
a hand language, a, a signaling language with their hands uh, more than they talk to each other, and which you do not understand, unfortunately, because that's not one the gifted language that you got when you came here. So these people apparently have a secondary language that they use due to the fact that they're in such noisy circumstances. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, again, you see lots of small caves, some of them with uh, just have openings, and it looks like there's uh, they, they, they might have some, uh, some claws in there, but they're opening right now. Uh, you can see, you know, uh, uh, some, some, uh, crockery in there. Uh, there's some people sitting there with children, nursing. Uh, most, most everybody who seems to be capable seems to be outside fishing. Usually, mostly using, uh, well, not mostly, all, entirely using nets. Okay. Uh, so you continue forward, and as you get closer, uh, as you get start up the, the the incline over to where the cat the the cave opening is for the uh, elder, you notice that off to the side there is this big vat that is uh, that has fire going underneath of it. Okay, and uh, it's. And it's got flames licking up the sides of it. And inside you can see boiling oil. Mm-hmm. And people are coming up and uh, with fish and they're, they're gutting the fish and, uh, and, and drop and, and basically putting them into, uh, uh, wire baskets and putting them into the water and basically fish, frying them. They're, fr- they're frying the fish. And afterwards, they're taking them and they're walking them over and they're attaching them to dry, essentially. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they dry most of the water out of the fish, they fry them, and then they put them up on the racks to cool. Okay? And that's the smell you're smelling. And uh, some people who look a l- quite a bit better off as far as their um, clothing. Uh, the people here do not look unhealthy. They look actually very healthy. You know, it looks like they have a nice, active lifestyle. Um, but uh, they, uh, but these definitely have a little bit more pudge to them. Like they're a little better fed. Their clothing definitely looks like it's not local home. Probably a source of vegetables or vitamins because I don't think there's too much vitamin C in fish. Um, I don't know, um, but uh, there are a lot of of things that are growing on the walls, like long, you know. Uh, vine-like things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, so it's and it's pos- And when you were going through those caves, you noticed that there was a lot of fungus and things like growing inside the caves too. Mm-hmm. So it's it's there's you know um, you look at the nets um, and you notice that in addition to the fish, there's also bits of vegetation of various kinds. You know, even occasionally you might see a piece of fruit. That's washed down and gotten caught by the nets. So maybe they collect everything out of the water. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say. So you start walking up, and the, you get these. Of course, you get these strange looks by the people. You know, as you do that, because they recognize the fact that you don't look like them. Yeah. All right, and you get toward the bottom, and you see that the the there's a a, a beefy looking guy wearing a kind of a leather jerkin. And oh, some, another thing, do any of these people have weapons? Uh, they have knives. 
Um, they're not very long knives. They're more utility knives. You don't see anything that looks like, you know, and they have clubs that some occasionally they use to pacify some of the fish because some of the fish have big nasty teeth in them. Uh, I mean, like, you know, big teeth. Uh, and so, uh, but, uh, you don't see any swords and, and, uh, people wearing armor. But the guy that you're walking up to, he clearly has this thing that looks like a big, giant club. I mean, more like a, it's not a club, it's more like a big hammer. Except it's made out of a, a, a big chunk of, of well-seasoned wood. Like a big sledge. And, uh, it looks like it's got some, uh, rocks that are stuck embedded along the sides of it making you know pointy shards sticking out of it uh and uh, a nice long sturdy handle on it and he's got some uh leather um pads that are attached to his forearms that look like he could use them for blocking and such uh he doesn't have a helmet just this leather jerkin on and it pretty much goes down to his what is his knees? He's wearing a kind of a so it's 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 not got all the pleats into it. It has some it has some like strips. So it's kind of like he's like a Roman centurion in a, in kind of a look to it. Um, anyways, he uh, and he's, he's he, and he stands up and he says, "Who goes there?" Um, and he's yelling this over the sound of the of, of the cataract. Okay, I yell. Um... We are we are ambassadors come to visit Queen Lavanya, but we are passing through this village, and we would like um, your hospitality. We want we just want to um, know more about this area and find out where we can stay in the village. All right. He goes and says he yells at you. Do you have any weapons? I say yes. And he goes and points at this other guy. He waves at this other guy who comes over and he says, Give them to him. Uh, fine, I'll give him the sword. Okay. Um, John, uh, I'm sorry, Philip, if he has a knife on him, he'll give him the knife. He's going to keep his, uh, uh, his gyrojet pistol since he hasn't seen anybody having pistols. And he's yeah. he's gonna he's gonna assume that the, the guy doesn't know what that is, um, and the guy and he says, "Wait here!" And he turns around and he he walks up the short distance up to the the uh, cave opening and uh, uh, goes through a a, a a slit on the side, not in the middle, and uh, and comes back. Uh, Uh, comes back about five minutes later, and he says, "Come with me, I come and with don't him. give me any trouble." I come with him. He kind of shakes the 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 hammer at you. Okay. All right. So he, he walks you up to the 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 the, the center of it, and at which point uh, the uh, uh, he, he he pounds the 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 the, the heel of the the hammer on the on the opening a couple of times, and they and and looks like two uh, servant girls 
uh, pull it open, and you walk inside uh, into what would be normally a, a fairly dark chamber, but it's apparently lit by all these bowls of uh, burning fish oil. Um, and the inside is is actually quite lovely. It's uh, it's got sculpt, uh, well, it's got you know ceramic pots and such, and it's got wicker baskets full of of, of pungent fruit. Um, it's uh, it's got um, uh, chairs uh, that are uh, filled with uh, well, I mean, they look like they've got cushions on them and such. And, uh, and sitting, you know, on one of the, in, in, on one of these big cushions, you see this, uh, uh, this old woman who's, uh, sitting there with a kind of a shawl across her shoulder and which has a lot of symbols on them that you, because you know the language, you interpret to uh, be a, a mark of her office as the elder. Okay. Do people here greet by shaking hands, bowing, or what? It looks like they bow or even prostrate themselves okay. before people of authority. Okay. You've seen an awful lot. And, and, of course, they never look directly at the face of somebody who's in authority over them. Okay. Um, I would, uh... Matter of fact, no, you know, who you look at is a big indicator of... of of who you think you are in their society. Sean uh, hmm. says he'll be here in another 20 minutes, which will be almost 4 o'clock. Okay, so so what are you going to do? Uh, well, what would be the skill for, like, etiquette or whatever? That would be knowledge. Or... That would be like knowledge diplomacy. Okay, knowledge diplomacy. I haven't like I, I have to like add some stuff to this, so let me just add it. So right now I just have a D four in it. Uh, let me figure out the best way to process one. I don't want to um, appear to be. Well, you have to ask yourself, or do you want to appear to be someone of a higher station than her or a lower station than her? I want to appear to be, let's say, equal. Equal. Yes. Okay. Then, all right, then go ahead and make your roll. Um, That's a three. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, you've got three choices. You can either, uh, you can either bow, you can prostrate yourself, or you can just, or you can stand there and look at her. Um, I will bow a okay. little bit. All right. Are you going to meet her eyes? Yes, I will. Okay. And she looks at you, and she raises her head a little bit, sits up a little straighter, and she says, "Greetings." I say, "I say greetings." We are. She says, "To what do we owe this honor?" Um, we are ambassadors come to. Travel to the castle and meet with Queen Lavanya. Um, we're passing through this village. We want to know um, the you know the nearest the nearest way to the castle. We want to refill our provisions at this village. She raises her hand. We want it. She says, looks at you. She says, "Please introduce yourselves." Um, my name is Sakura. This is Philip. 
says, it says, may, may the gods bring blessings to you on your journey, keep you safe, you know, allow, you know, allow a prosperous and fair outcome occur from your quest. I, and she crosses her hands in front of her, it says, I am Elder uh, Vana. Let's see. It says, I have been the elder here for, uh, uh, for a generation. It is, uh, uh, 23 years, as some would count. I have seen many things, but I have never seen the like of you. What country do you come from? What kingdom, I should say, do you come from? We come from, uh, we come from what we call IDAC which is a group of many kingdoms. Um, it is I very not... far away. And explaining this uh, may be complicated, but for your purposes, you may consider it to be a kingdom that is very, very far away. She says, indeed, I have not heard of this I debt. Um, and I have seen many travelers in my time. He says, I wel- I, he says, I welcome you to our village of Roxburgh. Roxburgh. Okay. He says, are you traveling? Uh, uh, is it your intent to travel on today? Or? Um, it is um, not our intent to travel on today. In fact, we have to... Um, we're going to have to um, retrieve some equipment that we have in the area, um, which means we're, we're going to have to backtrack our, on our trail a little bit. But our ultimate goal is towards the castle. Okay. But we, we do not expect to be traveling onwards there today. Well, then I'll please allow me to offer the hospitality of my home to you. Okay, we would not want to impose on you it is an honor for for uh for me to to provide you with such housing i would be insulted if you would not allow such such a, a boon to me then your um your house would be satisfactory for us yes. um i say um anyway we are since we are from very far away, we don't know much about this area. Um, you have um, books, um, histories, uh, anything like that. She says, I uh, know all of the stories of our people. Okay. Um, uh, perhaps that would be of some help to you. And perhaps you would also tell us stories of your people that we might be able to add that to our history. Okay. Since it is not every day that someone who is so different looking. Uh, I, I say, do you have stories of the mountains? Because we've heard about a... Um, something hidden in the mountains. She says how, and she says that's very interesting. 
Uh, there are many stories of the mountains. It is a mm-hmm. it is a dark and spiritual place full of many monsters and mm-hmm. and and spirits. Uh, there are many stories of the mountains, mm-hmm. uh, but um, it's if you need. Uh, it says, I'm sure that will be there will be time after our evening meal to discuss all type things since you are staying here. Yeah. So if you have a need, uh, it says looking. He says, uh, says I have been told that the sky threatens um, a, a, a storm, yeah. and if you wish to backtrack through the caves, I would recommend that you do it sooner than later, else you might find yourselves trapped up on the top. Mm-hmm. So how long does it take for the caves to clear out once they get full of water? Uh, usually within an hour after it finishes raining. Uh, it just depends on how much it's rained. Mm-hmm. Uh, the water, you know, the, 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 the entrance uh, uh, to the top on this side, uh, she re- aims to the right, uh, uh, and I assume that's where you came from. Since you're on your way to Queen Lavanya, and she takes her hand and points to the left, uh, those uh, there is a uh, collects a lot of the water from the forest, and of course the uh, uh, after it rains heavily, the trees divest themselves of the water slowly, and it can in fact um, uh, take quite a bit of time. Uh, so it's, uh, but, um, the, they are navigable, if I may use that term, within an hour of rain stopping. But, um, if you wish to keep your feet and clothing dry, uh, and, uh, yourselves in, 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 comfortable and your undergarments comfortable I would recommend that you not try to wade through the the uh, the, the remainder water that might be flowing in at that time mm-hmm. now of course if it's as they say if it rains for days then it's a different story okay. so um, I will assume that you will return here after you collect whatever it is that you've forgotten. Uh, no, we we will once we once we leave, we'll go directly to the um, to the castle without stopping here again. No, you said you had to return back up to the top to collect some stuff that you forgot. No, I was I was trying to phrase without saying the word robot, saying we're going to go and get the robot and then go straight to the castle. I just <sighs> okay okay um, as far as. No, you're, yeah, but you're talking to her. Oh, okay. I say we're gonna, as I said, no, we would, the way our, our setup is we would like to stay here and then we leave and then we retrieve what we need to retrieve and then go directly to the castle. Oh, well, in that case, um, you know, uh, yeah, we would need to leave early tomorrow morning. Uh, we, you're welcome to sit here and enjoy the comfort of my home. Um, I'm yeah, sure we, we can, Provide, fact, Bruce. What time of day is it? It was early. Oh, it's still early. Oh yeah. Oh, in that case, you've only I'm, traveled a couple of miles down the river. Okay. In, in that in that case, change that. I say we'll be we will not be staying here overnight. We'll be leaving um, in the afternoon. We'll just be staying here um, a few hours to find out 
information and to get our provisions. Oh, well, he says, we would, we would gladly uh, sell you uh, 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 delicious, fresh fried fish. Uh, he says, we, uh, 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 he says, we are um, not uh, quite to, to the point where we would be sending a shipment down river to Freeport. But we are, uh, but there's plenty of fish to be had for a traveler such as yourself. Okay. So, please uh, feel free to go out and speak to uh, the our our villagers okay. handling the the, uh, uh, the the fish drying. Okay, uh, I'll do that. Um, also, at some point, I do want to. At some point, since we are telling tales, um, I'll tell whatever historical Japanese tale I, as a player, don't know. And I'll try to ask for information about about the thing in the mountains. Are you going to be specific as to the thing in the mountain that you're, you were asked to go get? What was it called? I don't remember. You were some kind of creature. You were oh, supposed to get a device. You were supposed to get. Them. You were yeah. supposed to get a platter. Okay, a platter. Okay, then I'll ask about platter. Okay. All right. Um, let me make a knowledge check for her, since she is, as I said, she's very knowledgeable. Let's see if she knows which platter you're talking about. Oh my. Apparently, this is a, a great legend, um, and she tells you that uh, uh, that yes, there is a uh, there is a, ter- a a terrible monster uh, who lives in the mountains, and uh, at one time uh, uh, he collect uh, he went on a rampage and he collected treasure from all over the the the, the world. Um, and placed it in a cave for him, you know, to, you know, for him to enjoy. Um, because he had broken his ties with men. Uh, there was a time he served the gods and he also served and served men, but, uh, due to, uh, him being betrayed by both, uh, he, uh, he basically went off to be by himself in the mountains. What? Kind of monster is he? Is he like a giant? Is he a dragon? He's, is he... he is a uh, he is an enormous dog-like creature. Okay, with eyes as big as as uh, uh, huge platters. You know, and she puts her hands like this, hmm. eyes this big. And judging from the size of the dragons, creatures do get that big, big enough to have such eyes. Yes, okay. quite possibly. And so she says that uh, he is, uh, and uh, of course, the loss of him was of, of great uh, consternation to to the gods, and they cursed him. Uh, they cursed him that uh, who, uh, that there that there was an item in his his. Uh, uh, in his in his hoard, that should any man or god get their hands on it, but really, man, it was really for men. Any man or woman uh, should get their hands on it, that he would have to obey that person uh, utterly until his dying day. Um, 
well, whoever possessed the item. And of course, uh, this, which means he guards the entrance to his cave most fiercely, um, uh, eating a diet um, of bears and and uh, and goats and other types of creatures that might show up in the mountains, and an, an occasional passerby who might happen to try to leave. So he, so he eats people. Only those who come near his his cave. Uh, the uh, there the, the, his cave is nowhere near the normal trails that go through the mountains. And uh, it's is he hostile to all humans, or is he just hostile because he thinks they're invaders? Well, I mean, who can say? Uh, but I would think that because uh, he's he's not he, he owes no allegiance to any country. Uh, therefore, he is his only allegiance is to himself and to whatever his own personal goals might be. But of course, any man or woman who could who might get their hands on this item would be able to control him. Therefore, every man and woman would be his enemy. Mm-hmm. One would think. Anyways, that's the story of, of, of... Where did he come from? Was there a land of creatures like him? He was a creature of the gods at one time. He came from the heavens. I'm not sure whether it was the third heaven or the fifth heaven, but um, it's... Uh, there, there are many, there are many stories of the gods and. I creatures. say, tell me about these heavens. As a character, I want to see if she's describing something that may sound like another fringe world in this area. Is that what a demigod is considered? You're on a different world. Depends on their own theology. Mm-hmm. Um, a, what she tells you is, is that there are many levels of heaven. Uh, there is the highest level of heaven, actually the lowest level of heaven, because in fact is, is that we are at the highest level. The lowest level is where the greatest, the great gods sit, Vishnu, other and others. Um, he says, and the higher levels are the um, are were the lesser gods, the, the the more the spiritual beings, some who have gone through the cycle of of birth and 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 and. Uh, Reincarnation and have uh, have finally uh, improved their souls to the point where they no longer had to stay on Earth, on our Earth. He says, and they would then reside in the other levels. This creature uh, at one time uh, lived on either the third or the fifth levels, uh, where great, powerful beasts do live and have their own kingdoms amongst the celestial beings um, and uh, and disobeyed one of the greater gods uh, on one of the tasks that he was told to do. Uh, I believe that uh, he uh, his task was to destroy a kingdom on earth and he chose not to for some reason. Mm. I'm not sure. Uh, I do not know the reason why. But for his faithlessness, he was expelled from the heavens, and this curse was laid upon him. So, a, tra- uh, uh, what, so what a tragic I, hero, in a yeah, sense. I, but what I was trying to find out is if these heavens, the way she describes the heavens, could they be distorted recollections of fridge worlds? 
Anything's possible. I mean, that's, you know, there's nothing about it that says that way, but you do. So she doesn't, like, say, you know, like a, a glowing circle or something like no, that. No, but when she talks about the various levels of heaven, it could mean, you know, some of these alternates. And when she talks about the lowest level of heaven, that could mean the prime world that the ASA are currently exploring. Or it could mean something else entirely on their own world. Yeah. Um, okay, also try to find out something about the, the recent history. Like, have there been wars in the past other than this recent one? You know, who seems to have started a war? I, I, I can't, you know, ask it as directly as that. But, you know, just ask, like, what caused the war and such. Oh, well, she she doesn't know anything about what's currently going on with she, the... She doesn't even know about, like, historical wars. I mean, surely if there was a war, they would know. Um, the... Um, they should know who, who invaded who and which way the dragons went. Well, uh, the, uh, she'll tell you that the, um, uh, the prince of uh, Narendra's father... Okay, uh, was the one who uh, who brought the uh, the Grand Vizier to his land, and uh, and and that the uh, uh, and, and ever since then there's been trouble that the uh, uh, that the surrounding kingdom have always felt ill at ease because of the great power of the Vizier. Um, and uh, but they don't feel ill at ease because of the dragons. Well, the dragons uh, were a um, were raised originally as protectors, spiritual protectors, um, and they their their job was to guard Queen Lavanya's kingdom from the the spirits and monsters of the mountain. Uh, some say that they were even creatures that used to live on the mountains that had been um, brought into service by Queen Lavanya's ancestors. But now, you know, but ever since uh, the Grand Vizier has been there, and especially since um, the, the death of, uh, of the king, uh, the, uh, the, dra- uh, the dragon population seems to there, uh, have, have enlarged. There are many flyovers of the dragons where, we, you know, before we might see one once, Every a fortnight. Now we see one practically every day. Okay. Um, so there are many more dragons than there as, used to. As be. ambassadors, what would be the best way to approach the castle? Like, is there is there a gate surrounding some moat or? Yes, I would suggest that you enter through the front door. That would. Where be is it. that? Well, it's it's so on the road. Is it? It's on the road. Where is the road? It's it is the road that travels from Freeport up to the castle. All right. Um, um, this is if you if you if you uh, go to the other side and and head uh, toward the uh, uh, the setting sun, uh, you will find you will find the road. It is a great road. Okay. Um, I think we should go get our. <laughs> Yeah, we have to tell her, tell her my own tales. Um, we should go get you know provisions, like I said, um, and then go back and get the robot, and then go. Okay. 
All right. So you, uh, so you do this, okay? Yes. All right. Oh, uh, is there a way to? And does it seem like a? Is there something that we could hang, like you know, like a flag or something, which says we're we're here on a peaceful mission? Because we were at the castle, we must know like what you do, like when you want to surrender or when you want to. So no, I don't know why. You, I don't know why you'd know that. Okay, you did. You made no effort to to find that out while you were okay. at the castle. Okay, then I, I will ask: Is there a banner or something that we can carry to show that we're on a peaceful mission? Um, she says, "I I would not know uh, how how you would do such a thing. Um, I would only suggest that you you." Uh, um, uh, this this is beyond my knowledge. He All says, right. I, I am an elder of this village, but I have never been to the, 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 the royal court. All right. And uh, I I have only been to Freeport. So, river. so we should, you know, if we stay long enough to be polite, um, we, should, we should leave when we can because we don't want to get reined in. Uh, Oh, it's, you probably want a subway. Basically, I went upstream, or mostly downstream, to look for places. All right, so you tell, you teleported back up to the top uh, with a successful roll, and you told the horses that you're going back to get the robot, and you're going to leave them there. No, I say we're going to, we can take the horses, we're going to ride the horses when we go back to get the robot. No, I mean, you're going to leave them where the robot is. Yes. You're going to re- basically replace them for the robot. Yeah, however, you're going to see if there's, like, an area where they can stay, because, um, you know, well, I, I guess since we're paying the guy to take care of a robot, we can say, take care of our horses instead. Yeah. I, so, I think okay. Yeah, yeah, and tell them not to saddle them. And... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, the uh, you get you you ride back. Uh, yeah. It uh, does start raining. As a matter of fact, it's pretty much pouring in the rain. Uh, you it continues uh, uh, raining all the way back until you get back to where you can see the you know, the rain falling on the fields and such, and the cloud is the, the sky is gray and dark. The good thing is is that probably the dragons aren't flying in it either. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have to go over to the farmer's hut to get them to... Apparently nobody's out watching your robot right now. Is it still there? It's still there. Okay. Yeah, nobody's messing with it. He was suggesting that the ASA guy would want to blow it up. Yeah. There does appear to be somebody sitting underneath the awning uh, of the house watching watching the robot. Okay, well, I tell him we come to pick up the robot. We'd like to leave our horses here instead for a while. Okay. Uh... The uh, uh, okay, it, it's it's not the guy. It's, it looks like somebody about you know, in his uh, uh, late teens or early twenties, and he goes over to the horses. He looks at the horses and leads them back. And he says, "These horses have are, are in very bad shape." Yeah. He says, "You have you have mistreated these horses." Well, then he, he says that while he's got his face lowered down. By the way, I say but, the, the horses wanted to go fast. Um, but anyway, we brought them here now, and they should be able to rest and eat, and we will go on our mission. 
So can you take care of the horses until we return? So yes, considered the same. These are the same these job. are fine. These are fine horses. It would be a sin not to take good care of them. And as I said, do not saddle bridle them. It would be a stain upon my very soul to allow these horses to come to more harm than they already have. If I remember what I said about you know, don't you know try to saddle and bridle them. Of course not. Okay, we. Then I, I get in a robot, you know, and activate it and fly yeah. off. Okay, I assume that you're going to carry Philip. Yes. In your arms while you do this. Yes. Okay. Did you, you, we decided there is room for at least for one person. Well, it's also, I mean, Philip, uh, you can sheath your sword, and so your arms are free. Yeah. And so you could hold Philip in your arms while you do this. So basically, Philip, he's going to fly through the through uh, through the sky. You know, uh, you're going to be exposed. Put, it, put put like a put something like a raincoat over your head or something. Uh-huh. I, I would put a raincoat over your entire body, Philip. You, you're basically going to be flying through the rain environment at high at high. I mean, just imagine yourself laying across the the hood of your car, yeah. okay, right. while you're traveling at sixty yeah. miles an hour down the road in the middle of a thunderstorm. Mm, okay. okay, that's what you're going to be doing, right? So you might want his environment suit then. Yes, that's a thought. If you have it with you, we got our wagon here too. Remember? Yeah, that's true. And I did did decide to bring my environment suit. But I'm thinking yeah. just yeah, a rain poncho, and then I've got that special helmet that in my collar that I can activate. Will you tell me what you're going to do, John? Yeah, he's, yeah, I've had that before. It's like a nanotechnology helmet that automatically comes out of my uh, collar. Okay, fine. wraps around. So you, you just tell me what you're before. doing, John, what, what okay. Philip is doing. I'll just put on, you know, a long rain poncho and then activate the uh, the helmet. Okay. All right. So uh, you you do that. Uh, you fire up the uh, the the, ro- the robot. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he picks. She picks you up, and you go flying off into the sky, heading mm. west in the direction of where the sun would be if you could see it set. Yeah. Okay, it is it is getting starting to get dark at this point. If it's going to get dark, we probably ought to uh, find a place to camp. Are you going to? Are you, so you're just not going to fly over to the castle? Um, it, well, it depends on how long it takes to get there. Well, okay. I mean, you weren't paying attention. She already told you that it was a, a day's journey on foot to get there. Okay, so, so that's a lot faster. So that's probably around twenty miles. Okay. So you got so it's about twenty five miles from where you are currently, you know maybe thirty. Okay. Then and the speed in which your robot flies, I think you'd be able to make it within a half hour. Okay. Then let's just fly all the way. Okay. All right. So you go rocketing along and land outside the gate. Okay, John, you need to make a vigor check and a mm. minus one because of your injury to mm-hmm. see whether or not you suffered. Uh, any, um, uh, well, with a helmet or a Well, it's more along or... the lines of suffering from, uh, the uh, injury I had. Well, no, no, it's, it's oh. uh, exposure. Oh, I mean, you're, okay. like I said, you're flying, you're basically, you know, yeah, you're, cold, you're wearing, uh-huh. yeah, it's cold and, and everything else. Even with a raincoat and, yeah. Oh, double ones. Oh, my goodness. Make okay. another one. Well, you, no, no, you, but you are definitely have fallen into fatigued 
category. Oh, do you have a card you can use for this? No, uh, I don't. You can try to soak it. By the way, this um, this card here didn't seem to be applicable. No, it's it's perfectly fine. All right. <laughs> you can play it if you want to. It's up to you whether you want to get yourself a sworn enemy. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's just it, it's like a detrimental card only. John, it's it's a drama deck. Yeah. It adds drama. But why would anyone choose to get a sweet Because they might like more drama. Well, I, last time I played a card which resulted in the SA guy coming. You know, there are cards in there where you could take your sworn enemy and make him your devoted friend. Oh. But you have to have a sworn enemy first, John. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, anyways, so John, do, would you like to try to soak that? Uh, yes, I, um... All right. Yeah, I don't have a card that... Okay. All right, make another bigger check at a minus one. Ugh. And give me one of your... Give me one of your bennies. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see... A four. Let's see what that minus that one is three. Yeah, yeah, three. So that wouldn't. That's do a it. failure. Sure, you don't want to just be exhausted. Fatigued or fatigued? Yeah. <laughs> it's not exhausted. Fatigued is fatigued. Uh huh. Okay. Well, okay, we're gonna try again. Three again. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna have that. All right. So you're fatigued. All right. No. All right, at the front gate of the uh, of the castle, it is an enormous. This is an enormous place. It's got a wall that goes on for a couple of miles in each direction. Uh, probably there's four, you know, it's at least four miles on a side. Okay, um, uh, the, the castle walls go up at like sixty feet, six stories. Um, it's uh, you. You definitely hear sounds on the inside that sounds like muttering, you know, some screeching. Uh, there are guards that are, uh, uh, st- that were, they're standing under, uh, well, they were standing, obviously they heard. Uh, you can hear a lot of, of whatever that sounds like possibly people inside are under a state of alarm. Uh, you can see guards beginning to run out onto the walls with, uh, Weapons that look like crossbows and 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 such. Uh, there is um, a bunch of of uh, the, the front gate has is is down with a a, a normal what you call a, a bacillus, uh, you know, and there are guards outside that are coming closing in and and th- uh, threatening you with their pikes, and and you hear someone yell at you saying. Once you shut your engine down, of course, your jets down, say so it says it says surrender, you know, in the name of Queen Lavanya, or we will destroy you, interloper. I, I say we're we're here to we're here as ambassadors. You want to talk to her? We're not here to invade. Okay, so your voice comes booming out of your speaker system, you know. 
and which causes them to jump back in alarm. Uh, the, uh, the person they were talking to was actually Philip, because Philip is obviously being carried by a giant uh, golem. Well, since I landed, <laughs> I, I get out of the robot. I'll, oh, put, I'll put him down, and then I'll get out of the robot. All right, so, you, so you're going to basically open up this robot in the middle of all the rain and go and do this, right? I, I can't very well not open it up if I want to get out. Yeah, so. okay. All right, so you put I, Philip I down. It's, Phil, Philip, you, dra- you, you drag yourself to your feet. Or I assume, I can, on your legs I, I assume I can, you know, use my ignition key and close a robot so yeah. it doesn't get rained. Yeah, you, 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 know, you know, click, click. Yeah. <laughs> it actually runs off a piezoelectric thing, so you actually can produce the, the little signal to it uh, even, you know, at, at any point, really. Okay. Uh, as long, except for the first 10 minutes after you come out of the portal, as usual. Well, I'll put some handholds and mount points on the exterior of your robot so you don't have to always be carrying people. Well, the problem is the robot is smaller than we thought it was. Oh. So we, we had those before, but then oh. we found out that the robot's only, you know, it's only like 15 foot tall. It, uh, it, it depends on which version of the robot you're using. We've already, yeah. I've already pointed to you a picture of, of, of the robot that I saw in comparison to other robots from that video, yeah. and I'm kind of going with that. Okay. Because there's no reason otherwise to assume that you have a bigger one. Uh, anyways, the point is, is that so, so and, and they, they close in around you, and they essentially start, you know, pushing you guys along. Because they, you know, clearly they're, they, they, they feel that you guys are a threat and they're moving you away from your golem as quickly as possible. Mm. And anyways, they move you inside of the uh, porticolis to basically what is the equivalent of a murder room. Uh, a what room? A murder room. A murder room in, in, uh, in, uh, in classic situation is, is that you have a porticolis on one side, oh, you have a porticolis right. on the other side, and you have these slits in the roof where they can pour hot oil down on top mm-hmm. of you, or just fire arrows or anything yeah. else. It's, it's, you know, it's what you do whenever a, a, like an opposing lock. Well, it's like an opposing force yeah. might go in there yep. and you mm-hmm. can basically kill them. Before they go any further. Our entrance is the jails commonly have that where police cars let out prisoners. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, you come in there and you see, uh, and, and someone basically stands on, you're closed on either side, the robot's on the outside, and you see someone standing, uh, a voice coming through the top, basically. And he says, so he says, announce who you are. I am Sakura and this is Philip. Um, we are, we've come here um, from Ida as ambassadors and travelers. We wish to talk to your queen. And we have a companion that you're holding. Say that are, are, you, are you saying that? Uh, I are guess you? I already did, though. Okay. Oh, well. Also, I got to try to see if I can communicate with them from here. All right. Um, well, let's 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 do this first, since you didn't mention it till now. Uh, okay. So you uh, uh, they and they say, what companion do you refer to? Uh, let's see. He would appear as a, another uh, a golem uh, made of of wood and um, cloth and cloth. About um, a little taller than an ordinary man, I think. Okay. 
Um, okay. He says, uh, and he, he says, he says, you, says, you will have to wait here and, and until we receive permission for you to advance. I understand. We understand. Okay. Uh, so you're standing there, uh, again, with, you know, there's guards on the outside with their crossbows, and you can definitely see that there's, you know, crossbows poking through mm-hmm. the openings of the thing, you know. And on the inside, you start seeing dragons, you know, whose riders are, uh, you know, uh, 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 apparently they, they've been told that they don't have to get into their... Well, a couple of them are going to take off anyways and do mm-hmm. a, a check around to make sure there's nobody else. Right. But the rest of them that were apparently in, you know, trying to get uh, uh, get their uh, their big saddles on them and such and the straps and everything, they, uh, uh, you know, they, they obviously are... They've, they've been gotten up and they're... W- w- Frog walking their way over to you guys and peering through the opening of the uh, uh, of the thing into their looking at you guys, their breath blowing out of their nostrils. It's a pretty strong smell. There's definitely a strong chemical um, uh, burning smell coming from their nostrils. Hmm. So they, uh, in other words, they they. You know, if you if you if this was a human, you you think that maybe they were suffering from uh, some kind of a metabolic disease, oh. you know, because they don't it doesn't sound like a normal you know breath to you. Yeah. Smell. Okay. Anyways, and they and they and they look, and they look up and they says says it says who's the stiffs? <laughs> you know, and the guy and he, he says says strangers. I don't know who they are. Down and she says, "You look tasty. Do you taste good?" Meanwhile, you okay? You uh, think about your answer. Meanwhile, you're trying to reach Coriolis, and Coriolis is like, "Oh, thank goodness!" He says, I, "They've been keeping me in this room for days, and actually, it's only been a day." And, uh, and he says, "I was a." Uh, uh, I was afraid that, that that nobody was you know was was going to come and even try to rescue me. Mm. We have right now we're here at the front gate. We we basically walked in and said we want to negotiate with the queen. It seems the best thing we could do at the moment. Um, Philip, I don't know wh- where exactly are you. I want to know in case it becomes possible if we could teleport you away. Although I doubt many situations yeah. would be good for that since the range is so short. Uh, he said he she he says I'm in a blockhouse that is in the front of the castle. It's it's like one of the first buildings out where the soldiers are, where the the dragons and their handlers are. Okay, I, I think it's I think it's supposed to be some kind of a prison, though it's not a terribly uncomfortable room. What do you know about the situation here? Has she told you, like, what? Nobody has spoken to me since, you know, I'm not uh, not sure what's going on. The dragon had a lot of questions for me, and I seem to be getting along with him pretty well. So what did he say? Philip? I mean, John, what did the dragon say to Coriolis? Um, 
I must say I don't really remember him. And you didn't write down any notes, did you? That is true. Well, I guess it's kind of, you know, he basically doesn't tell you much other than he was asking questions about him and he gave the general answers that he was from another world kind of stuff that they that you guys normally seem to always tell people. Oh, I didn't tell the people in the fishing village that we were from another world. No, that's like the first group you haven't said that to. <laughs> so... Anyway, so I can't. I'm not going to answer any more than that because it's really up to you guys to remember this kind of stuff and write things down. I understand. Uh, okay, so continue uh, to weigh here. What's that? Continue to weigh here. All right. So after about a half an hour, you know, and, and I said the other smaller dragons are coming up at this point. And they're looking and and, uh, and and they're looking at you and they're. Uh, you didn't answer. By the way, I assume that nobody answered about whether you were good to eat. <laughs> That's a stupid question to seriously answer. Just thought I'd ask, you know, what, that's what he said, and you didn't answer, so eventually, apparently, he, he, he loses interest, and he turns around and stomps back over <coughs> to apparently where he was laying. It looks like a, a gigantic coil of rope, and he just lays down into it. And he I thought the dragons were, like, blip-like, not long. Or you mean there's actually a rope separate from the dragon? There's a rope that's coiled around into like a big okay. thing, and he lays down in the okay. middle of it. Uh, yeah, and he wraps, and he basically wraps his wings, his leathery wings around himself, and you know, and, and over his head, and looks like, and maybe he goes to sleep or something. But apparently, they don't. They live out in the <coughs> open. They don't have inside chambers or anything. And there's, and you're looking out over this area, you can see that there's hundreds. Of dragons, huge, huge dragons, and there's a big question as to whether or not why you know they have hundreds of dragons. Why didn't they send the hundreds of dragons rather than that those four or six dragons and one great big giant ball of, of magical energy? And where did they get that great big ball of magical energy? It's to me, it was magic. Maybe they have their own vizier. Maybe they do. Um, but that wasn't information that was given to you by the uh, uh, the elder at Roxburgh. Mm, that's true. Okay, um, so eventually they um, you see uh, a cauldron of men uh, and possibly women uh, who come out um, and they are on foot and they basically march through the mud uh, up to you guys. And they turn and they, they say, open the gate. He says, you are now under the authority of Queen Lavanya's uh, Imperial Guard. He says, follow our orders exactly. Okay. They don't bother to say or there'll be consequences. They just they, they, they basically order you to do this. And uh, and they proceed at this point, they and they don't and they don't lower their gaze. To you, by the way, they look you straight in the eye, and uh, uh, and they proceed to flank you on both sides and basically march you through. Now it's pretty muddy. Uh, your your clothing and and boots are going to get basically you're going to sink down into it at least a foot, and you're basically going to slog your way uh, from the front gate all the way up to the castle. 
apparently without knowing who you are and whether you're important or not, nobody saw fit to send any kind of a vehicle for you to be carried in. Just a stranger or whatever, you know, this... So, I could have put yeah. the comb on, but then, you know, it, that could have seriously bad consequences, too. So. Yeah, it could have. Um, John, um, <laughs> his character found a comb. Yeah, I mentioned yeah. that. Yeah, okay. So. Now, if um, Philip uses his skills, does that have minus two to it as, them as well? Uh, no, the skills are only a minus one. Oh, okay. Because it's, it's, it's a minus one for the injury. It's only the trait rolls that you get the minus one for being fatigued. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, of course, if you fail on your roll and you're shaken, which is right. the result of failure with the new system of psionics, your shaken is going to have a minus one to be, to get, come out of. So mm-hmm. that's a, cause that's a trait roll. Yeah. You're, you're rolling versus your spirits on that. Right. Okay. So, so it shows up sooner or later. Mm-hmm. But generally, they don't want people to be unable to use their skills, you know, if they're fatigued. So that's why it's there. Oh, All right. So you, uh, so they march you this long distance. I mean, you're you're walking at least um, a mile uh, inside the castle. Inside on this open area. Oh, courtyard. This is, well, no, it's actually a field. Oh, it's oh a, okay. Uh, but it's it's uh, it's pretty much ground up into dirt, and because of the rain, it's, it's turned into a huge quagmire mm-hmm. of mud. Um, there's uh, it looks like there's large concrete-looking pools that are above the mud that probably are filled with water for the watering of these dragons. Oh, and none of them seems to be eating right now because it's 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 basically nighttime. It's all mm-hmm. night. You basically got here right before nightfall. You'd think they might have laid down planks to go places they would normally go because it slows down everybody. Yeah, but of course the dragons weren't slowed down at oh, night yeah. all. Mm-hmm. I mean, a foot of a foot of mud to a dragon is mm-hmm. like you walking through nothing. You know, basically mm-hmm. a little puddle. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, the uh, uh, so you you get over to the uh, to the castle. And you go as you go to the castle, you go past this big block house. That's the way the castle is set up. It's like there's two arms. It's almost like a lion, the way it's shaped. Okay, or a dragon, of course. Mm. Okay, you've got these two arms, and in between is a block house, and then there's the rest of the castle that rises up behind it. Okay, and the. Uh, uh, or Sphinx, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, but the, um, so you go around that blockhouse and you realize that that blockhouse is probably what Coriabas was talking about, that he's in there somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now with your teleportation ability, okay, if he describes the room he's in, you could teleport to him. Hmm. Okay. Um, now, as I recall, the room was completely, pretty much completely dark, and there wasn't any like window in the door. There was a window. It was, it was covered over with a, a vellum, you know, and so it basically let dim light through. Like it was not glass; it just let light, light, dim light through, like like light through a colored sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. And there, that was the only light in the room. Mm-hmm. There was, you know, there was candles and things like that in the room. 
well, I mean, there was a place for a, uh, a, a lamp, but the lamp had no oil in it. You were just basically kept in that room, and the only light that was there was coming through the doorway. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, there was no light in there. Okay. Well, Coriabas says, I think there's a, a, a good chance the next little bit I'll manage to find a way to escape, but I'm not... Sure, you guys uh, near? Do you see uh, an idea of where I might be? We, we, we can see the building. Um, however, escaping at this moment may be pretty bad since we're trying to come to the Queen and talk to her. Okay, well, I think I might have a way to arrange that at the appropriate time. Certainly, we may need to do that later, possibly. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so I'll hold off for now. Okay. So they march you past that building. Okay, into a courtyard that is is quite attractive. It's you know got trellises and it's got you know with, with plants and it's got fountains. It's all being rained on though right now. It's okay. all being rained on right now, but it's still attractive looking. It's clear that the you know the, there's a and past the blockhouse there's an area which is you know kept for in, in nicer condition. Okay, and then there's these. Two huge doors made out of brass, okay, that are currently slightly ajar. And there's, there's a row of imperial guards standing in front of it under, uh, you know, under a lean to so the rain is basically missing them. Uh, you guys walk, they walk up to there, they form a phalanx around you, and they tell you to go forward, okay, and you guys go forward. And those guys surround you, basically making you the center of a, the equivalent of a flying wedge. And a double ring? What? Aren't they like a double ring? Just a single ring. These guys stay outside. Mm. Okay. And they, re- they replace them in front of the... Mm. And these guys go forward and take you inside. Mm. So they're, they're basically all around you. Mm-hmm. You know, on all sides and in front of you. And they walk forward and they, and they walk you forward... Uh, uh, through an entry hall and then through another set of really big, a big archway, which looks like it has some more doors that are currently open. And then inside is this sumptuous, gorgeous chamber filled with, with gold and, and brass and copper and all kinds of stuff. And, uh, and, and, uh, a, a gigantic, uh, dragon head that looks like it's been stuffed. Okay, and on top of the dragon head is a throne, and sitting on the throne is this gorgeous woman uh, wearing jewels and and uh, uh, fine uh, uh, fine linens and things like that. Who's just literally sitting there, you know, looking in your direction. You can see laying around inside this chamber are two uh, enormous dragons. And you're basically walking in inside with this head on one end, the two dragons on either side, and this family, so you end up stopping right in the center with this little triangle and you in the center, at which point they all drop to one knee, okay? Philip lost. And they, well, yeah, and, and then and they turn it. And they turn and look at you, and they say, "Kneel before her highness." I'll kneel, and you do too. So. I, I kneel when they start to kneel. I didn't. I didn't okay. wait to be asked. All right, so you kneel secondly, uh, Sakura, and 
the queen basically sits leans forward in her throne and she says you are the allies of that usurper prince um uh, Narendra. I say not exactly. I say we were aligned with him at the time because he basically um, because he was being attacked and because um, we had to work with him because it was it was his castle and he basically had um, control over us. Right now, we're away from him. Um, we would really rather remain independent of either side here. Um, we have arrived, first of all, to negotiate or at least ask what you want in exchange for freedom of our comrade Coriabas. Um, Second of all, we want to find out your side of the political situation here, because we know only what we have been told by the prince and his advisors and vizier. And we do not know um, what you believe the conflict to be. Also, um, We've learned that the prince is going is being helped by an enemy of ours, or let, let, let us say a rival of ours, who has offered to go on a mission with him to retrieve a device that controls a giant a, a, a platter which controls which is found in the mountains and controls a giant creature which should give him an edge in conflicts. And we think this may be a bad idea. Finally, we're on bad terms with the king because he's stolen a piece of equipment from us. So we'd like to um, we'd like to talk to you here. Okay, she looks at you. <laughs> she looks at you and she says. And this is an interesting tale that you say. He says, however, he says, I have many, I, I have many dragons that are now being held hostage. He says, because of what you've done. He says, how do you propose to, uh, uh, to mitigate your, uh, you know, your injury to my kingdom. We we do not even know the situation here, so it's hard to say what we could offer, what we're capable of offering. All right. She will say to you, she says, since you are outsiders, clearly... Obviously, he says, uh, a strange visage and cl- and dress. He's, he says, I, uh, he says, 
Know you that I am the rightful heir to the throne uh, of what uh, of that usurper Prince Narendra. I thought he got thrown from his father. Yes. Or is he a usurper? Says his father is my father also. Ah. Hmm. I am. He says he dallied with my mother. And I and I am you know and I am the issue. Yet I have it says I am royal, and I have just as and I am therefore just as much a claim to his lands as he does. He says, of course it would be unseemly to marry my brother if I even could stomach such a thing. But he says it is it is only because he holds the land that it is his, but it is rightfully mine. I am the elder. He, says, he is not just because he has you know male parts hanging between his legs does not make him of does course. not give him. You know, primacy over me. Of course. Others find it convenient well. to to not acknowledge my claim. Yeah, I I've heard that there were troubles that happened when the vizier arrived. Do you know anything about him? Like, where did he come from? Is he from this land? Is he from far away? He is from another land. I do not know much of him, for I have spent most of my life in this kingdom, hmm. being you know, uh, performing my royal duties. However, it is I know that he came from far away, and he is not native, you know, to this to this area. This is, but clearly, without him, this Popinjay prince would have no standing at all. I wonder if we could have come from the fringe pass, which is where we came from. Are you saying that to openly? I'm saying this openly, yes. Of course she She may I mean, just because she has a name and where we came from, it doesn't really tell us tell her anything about it. Right. But I'm saying I wonder if he if he could come if he could have come from where we came from, I mean, we have not, certainly not heard of such a person, but the fringe paths are very big. Okay, so two of you are having this discussion, and she probably has no idea what you're talking about. Well, I'll, I'll tell her we come, we come from Ivan, which is, which is reached by going through the fringe pass. Um, we're wondering if, Given your, given your description, yeah, let's say that. I mean, if, if you say that, I can't stop you, but I don't say that. I were did, wondering, John, did you say that? Did um, Philip say that? Okay. I guess not. We, we, were, we were wondering if he could have come from there. Um, As I said, I do not know from whence he came. All I know is that he joined the... Uh, 
the, the court of my father and has pretty much had the ear of the king ever since. How long ago did he join? It was when I was a child. So people around here normally do not have powers like the vizier does? Not to the extent that he has. His powers are great and vast. Clearly, I mean, he's, you know, it's, uh, it, it's clear that he has, you know, tremendous uh, abilities. Uh, you, unfor- you, unfortunately. You, you obviously have some magic here, like that. Um, time stop ball you, you sent in the battle. We will not speak of my defenses okay. or offenses. We speak to what you offer to to, well, to compensate us cer- for your for your in, 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 uh, uh, certainly we we did not wish that our rival um, get control of the lands through getting control of the prince. Um. Again, she has no idea who your rival is. Um, it's, this rival is a man named Carlos. Um, what was it? Uh, it was Carlos Predego. And I mean, he had like a title or something. He was Major Major Carlos, Carlos. right? Which um, would basically was, translate into you know a major, basically yeah. uh, someone who would command a battalion. Yes, it's from a competing organization of ours. So there's even more interlopers than I previously knew of. Just how many are there of you? Just one that we know. Of. Yeah, this we only we only know of him. Other than Coriabas with us. He says, if it wasn't for your uh, your uh. If you, uh from the reports of, of my generals, uh, of, of my sky riders, if it wasn't for your interference, he says, the lands of my father would belong to me now. And the prince would be cooling his heels in my dungeons. He says, give me one reason why I should not have you both killed. Well, perhaps, we had no knowledge of what you've told I say, us. Per, perhaps we could um, act to prevent um, the prince and his rival from getting the platter, which controls the huge dog-like beast. Perhaps we could help you in that. Certainly that would benefit both of us. I have heard of this legend. Are you telling me that it has substance? I, I am telling you that the Prince believes to a sufficient degree that it had substance that he's asked people to go and retrieve the platter for him and that our rival has offered to do so for him. All right. Okay, so she she says, so you offer your lives... You, you offer your service to stop to, uh, this person who's going after this magical controlling device as per this legend in exchange for your lives. Yes. In exchange for the insult and injury you caused my kingdom. Including Coriabas. What do you mean, including Coriabas? 
Do you allow him to leave with us? He's oh, our companion. Oh, no. He says, I must have some kind of, of, of guarantee that you will return and do the task that you claim you'll do. Well, af- I mean, but after we return, then... If you, you do forget. what you claim... If you do as you claim, if you, do, if you return to me that controlling device, uh, or uh, then I will return to you, your friend Coriabas. And I will count the, the pain and suffering of my people that you have been directly a cause of, okay, as not, as not has happened. And you will be welcome as a friend of this court, as the so-called ambassadors you originally claimed to be. Are we in agreement? Yes. Very well. Leave first thing in the morning. At which point the guard stands up, turns around, uh, and basically rotates around. (laughs) So the point goes the opposite direction and marches you out of it and takes you off to some distant wing where you are kept in uh, protective custody, but are given uh, clean rooms, uh, bathing materials, food, you know, what you could, decent comforts. Okay. Okay. Uh, You are treated as guarded, literally guarded guests. So you are birds in a gilded cage, in other words. Okay. Uh, you can continue to speak to Coriabis if you wish. Well, I'm going to tell him what happened. Um, we're hopefully we'll at least get to the bottom of this, even if we may have to, even if we end up with a device destroyed at the end, because I don't feel like enslaving a living being. Um... Are you going to try to make uh, make any attempt to rescue Coriabas? No, I, I tell him if I believe that if we if we do do this, um, the queen will in fact release you. Well, how's Coriabas feel about this, Phil or uh, John? Um. Let's see. He has some misgivings, but he'll agree to acquiesce and say, "Okay, I'll I'll try going along with this." Yeah, I tell him if you break out now, it could be a lot of trouble for us. And even if you break out while we're on the mission, how would you get all the way back to the portal? It would certainly be an uphill battle. I agree. Okay, we could tell you about where we've traveled so you can know the certain areas of the um, certain parts of the river are more dangerous than others, but they're all dangerous. Right. And we don't even know if you can go through the portal independently of Philip. True. Okay, well, I'll just hold tight. How did the conversation go with the queen? I, I, I tell him we we said that we'd, we we said that we'd go and 
what I what I actually promised was that I would keep the prince from getting the platter. Um, she interpreted that as meaning and probably will expect that we will return the platter to her. Mm-hmm. I think um, it was very clear that she yes. expected you to do that. Yes. That was part of the deal. And I don't think Corey I would, has heard anything I, I would about rather, the mythical beast or the platter or anything, but I'll assume you're yeah, you told I'll, Corey I'll, 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 I'll describe essence. everything. Um, I, I hope we can figure out a way to resolve this without getting the platter to her because that would just leave her, you know, enslaving the beast. Okay. Now, uh, assuming that this takes a, con- a considerable amount of time, it's possible that Coriolis's equipment will run out of power. Mm. Just so you know. Okay. It's, it all runs off those micro generators. But right. They, they require alcohol. Mm-hmm. And they're not feeding you because yeah. you're a golem. Uh-huh. And they're not even letting you out of the room. Right. So I'm just saying yeah. it's a very good chance that that thing's going to run out of power. Okay. So I tell you. Okay. That. Okay. On the plus side, if you wanted to try to leave, there are explosive charges that are built into it for that are used for its destruction that you might be able to leverage and try to use those to explode a lock or something. So that communications device has a built-in uh, uh, self-destruct. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh. it's nice to know that you're walking around with bombs around your neck, right? <laughs> Right. Ident loves to put explosives in its devices to keep lesser races from getting their hands on it. Mm-hmm. But it does seem a little problematic they, that, that you have all this all this they explosive they, they, wrapped around your body. But they didn't put an explosive in the dock box? No. Okay. That'd be crazy. That thing's too valuable. Better to lose it and then get it back yeah. than to destroy it. Yeah. Now it's uh besides which you're not even sure that it could even be damaged. Oh, and anyway, those manacles around um, Coriabus's wrist could still have explosives. Oh, they do. You know that. Yeah. They, they were disabled. Yeah. But they, they still have explosives. Then. Yeah. So, but I'm just t- telling you is that, you know, like the, 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 there's, there's like the C4 boots and all those other yeah. things. There's all kinds of gear that you guys have that has little bits of explosive that mm-hmm. are designed to destroy their, their, their important parts. Yeah. You know, like the electronics and things like that to them. So that people can't learn, you know, low, lower tech people can't, right. you know, suddenly have a massive, you know, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, that's uh, but it it, it 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 would be nasty for those things to go off while you were still. And wearing. a severe enough shock to one of those and a bad, really bad roll could cause a no, chance. No, sh- shock oh, would okay. have no effect. It, oh, it, oh, usually, okay. re- it usually requires a very a very powerful explosive to trigger the secondary explosive that's even more powerful. Oh. And usually it's electrical. Usually it requires some kind of electrical explosive. Oh. Electrical explosive are really high heat. Mm-hmm. And of course, really high heat would probably destroy them anyways. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Most explosives have a detonator that are electrically electron, electrically detonated. Uh-huh. And it's going to be insulated inside of it. Right. So it, it, it's very hard to, to happen accidentally. Oh, okay. I mean, now, if you were in a catastrophic situation, yeah, it could happen. You get hit by lightning, you could you could explode three ways from Sunday. Mm. Your biggest fear should probably be getting electrocuted. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. All right? Which means you ought to watch out for the vizier, because he likes to use that. Oh, okay. You remember? Mm, he was using electricity against the dragons. 
Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. Alright, so alright, so the next morning, uh, you wake up, uh, there's you know, there's fruit and, 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 and bread and stuff like that for you to get started. Um, and uh, you know, your clothing um, has been washed by servants in your rooms. Oh. Uh, they, 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 they did not provide you with uh, the, uh, the the normal uh, um, um, hospitality things, but they did wash your clothes. They did provide you with food and, and everything else, and so you're. You're, you're considered at least to, you know, you're not considered as being total enemies. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, and, and basically, uh, someone raps on your door and tells you that, you know, when you're ready to leave, we'll escort you out of the castle. Okay. Then we can go with them and leave. Right. And they basically escort you out the same way you came in. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, the next day. Um, the rain has, uh, uh, is this fatigue over? What? Your fatigue has, has, has gone away. You're still at a minus one because. For the wound. The wounds, right. And that will, and that basically will be with you for a week. Mm -hmm. Unless we get a doc box? Unless you get a doc box or something else that would heal you. Okay. But your fatigue has definitely gone away. Um, your fatigue probably would have gone away in after about an hour mm-hmm. uh, of rest. Um, anyway, so you left. Uh, you guys leave. Um, it is still raining, though it's not raining hard. <coughs> so you continue to slog your way uh, out of the uh, of the, the castle and um, go back to the outer gate where you're let pretty much let right through. Uh, and uh, there's your robot still sitting standing there. Dripping wet. Okay. Um, it's it's eyes looking at you accusingly. <laughs> I don't no. think it has eyes. It has some. It has like a visor type thing. Yeah, it's, I know. Anyways, uh, anyway, I'll get it's, in. A humo, it's a humiform robot. Yeah, I'll, I'll get in a robot. What do you call it? Humiform. It's humiform. Okay. Yeah, it looks like a looks like a, a, a looks, looks like a. Right, I've got it's, it. It's, it's like a sort of like a steampunky thing, mm-hmm. but the point is, it looks like somebody wearing armor—a big giant figure wearing armor. Yeah, right. Okay. Except for the big jets in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you get inside, you fire the puppy up, and where are you going? Take him first. I go to the river and fill up on water. Mm. Okay, so you fly over to the river and uh, and fill up on, on water. Um, All right, your tanks are, to- your tanks are full. Um, then we go back to the portal to get any equipment that we might need from our wagons. Okay, and what equipment is that? Um, Better write it down. John? Okay, so you get your stuff from the wagon and you fly off toward the mountains, okay? So uh, um, actually, I don't know if you can let me use this token for this, but let's say um, um, I asked the queen for like a map of the mountains or information about mountain passes and such. Okay, and... Uh, and sure, where, sure. where this legend is associated with. She has no idea okay, well, about that. Okay, she have maps of the mountains? She has, she has some, some maps showing some trails through the mountains. Okay. Okay, and, she's, and she doesn't know where in the mountains you would look for such a creature, 
Um, but but the, now the, the, the we don't know the creature is there. We know the platter is there, right? Or we right. heard that the platter is there. Right. Well, she still doesn't know where you'd look for something like that. Okay. You look at the map and you notice that the trails go along the, the lower part of the mountains, you know, but they don't go to the upper parts of the mountains at all. Okay. Either it's too steep or just nobody goes there. Does the map show any villages near the mountains? Uh, there are, uh, it shows on, on her map, it shows that there are uh, some, some villages along the, um, uh, at the base of the mountain. Okay. I think we should stop off at one of those villages and ask um, about the about the legend. They may know more details if they're right by the mountain, and they can you know say, "Well, they came out of that hole up there, you know, for thirty years ago, or something like that." Okay, so you fly over to in the direction you assume uh, is. Is where the, the the village is. So you need to make a piloting roll in order to successfully navigate over to where you're trying to get. Because there isn't a navigate skill, I don't think. Give me a break. Okay. <laughs> now I get that. Thirteen. Okay. All right. So after a couple of false starts, uh, you manage to fly over to where this village is. Uh, as you get close to the mountain, you realize that the whole top of it is shrouded in a black cloud. It's and you can see lightning. Uh, flickering in the cloud itself. It looks very dark and ominous. Uh, and the, uh, the, 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 the mountain itself, you know, it, it's high enough to have snow on the top of it, but you don't see that because of the cloud. And you see that it's, uh, very deeply, heavily forested. Um, if there's a trail, the trail probably isn't very wide. It's probably only used by horses. And uh, burrows or things like that, even um, uh, llamas, perhaps. It's not used by, it's not a wide trail that people would use to, to cross over uh, for, you know, for anything like large trade. It also wouldn't be terribly useful for soldiers, except because they'd have to all travel in single file. Maybe two breasts at the most. But at the same time, if you want to get soldiers in, that's one way of doing it. So, anyways, so you come down and you and you land, and you when you land, you see that there is a there's a temple down here, and there's a lot and there's a well, large is relative term. It would you know to you it'd be a, a a small a small town. It seems to be surrounded by people growing crops, uh, and and there seems to be uh, not a whole lot of trade here because obviously there's no you know. It, but they, they seem to be prospering. Uh, but mostly it seems like they're, uh, they're growing crops and raising animals and, and, uh, and doing various types of things like that. But there definitely is a large shrine here of some kind. This seems to predom- uh, uh, dominate the town. 
Um, everything is very much, you know, early, you know, low, middle ages kind of thing. Uh, most of the buildings are made out of wood, uh, not stone. Uh, even though, though the, the, um, uh, the shrine itself appears to be made out of stone. Um, there doesn't seem to be any present, military presence here, though there might be a, a guard of some kind. Mostly it looks like an open area without any real um, activity going on, other than the fact that they're there at the bottom of the mountain. Mm-hmm. It's just a town. And, of course, there's a trail there. Right. So there might be some, like, say, some travelers mm-hmm. some from other places who risk of going through the mountains. Yeah. So where are you going to land your robot? Is there a... Uh, a piece of level ground that's not too muddy outside the town? Sure. Sure there is. Uh, in fact, is there like a, a way we could hide it behind something, like maybe the other side of the mountain or hidden by some cliff? Well, they might have already heard it. Considering, you know, once we see the village, they could probably see the robot. I'm concerned more about the guy from the ASA coming along. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, you could certainly fly out and land land this thing um, in the uh, the trees somewhere and just go in and hide behind, like, some of these big trees that are in uh, by the base of the mountain. Okay. I mean, there might, I'm sure there'd be some farmers or such that might notice you doing that, but whether or not they would go and tell the ASA is another thing entirely. Okay. Now, you do understand that if he what if, if the ASA guy went into the mountains, he did not go by this route. This is the route from uh, Queen Lavanya's castle. Oh. That's okay. That's a good. Yeah, and so he would be—he was up on entirely the other the other side of the mountain. Now, the trails would eventually meet together okay, because now, they go from one kingdom to another. Well, still, I don't want to cause trouble. Um, try de- a decent try to hide the robot, even if okay. it can't. I can't completely hide it. Right. It shouldn't be blatantly, 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 blatantly obvious. Okay, so you. Basically, land at some place, like I say, where some trees are. Yeah. Uh, it's not hard to find. And uh, shut it down and um, just leave it there. It's too bad you don't have any kind of, uh, of, of, of something to cover it up or, or, uh, or anything. Just, you just have it standing there. Well, who knows what the natives are going to think. So, and you get out and you start marching your way toward uh, the town, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I have a few tarps. <clears throat> I don't think they'd be big enough. Yeah. So. Yeah, and until it cools down, they would melt the tarps. Yeah, right. All right. Um, and, of course, it's uh, <clears throat> it's still raining, so it's going to uh, uh, hopefully it'll stop soon. Um, but it's still pretty muddy. Um, the mud's not as bad. So it, apparently, they uh, uh, this this ground is is a bit more rocky than the uh, courtyard of Queen Lavanya's castle. So you do you know go into the <laughs> soil a bit. Uh, you, there are uh, uh, and uh, but uh, and there's plenty of puddles, but uh, you can keep 
from sinking too badly into the mud if you try. Um, so you, but it's a long, still a long muddy slog from where you stopped all the way over into the town. And you eventually get there. Um, okay. Uh, and as you get there, the lane, rain starts lessening. And finally, uh, as you walk into the town, it appears to uh, stop entirely, though the clouds are still covering you know, the sky. And you can hear, uh, when the rain stops, you can hear in the distance a, a rumbling sound from that lightning that you saw coming from the dark clouds on the mountains. Uh, Sakura, yeah. I'm concerned that you may have committed high treason against the prince's uh, kingdom by... Anything we do is going to basically be that. Mm-hmm. Did you also perhaps try and uh, determine the uh, truthfulness or the sincerity of what Queen Levani was saying? How would I do that? Hey, you were right there. How would I do that? Well, I, I mean, carry a lie detector. I thought there was some kind of skill that no. we, you could take. Her. Maybe. Take a blood test. Interrogation is actually... Interrogation usually requires you have somebody in your physical control. So you can't use it to, like, tell if somebody's sincere. Well, then maybe I'll see in the D20 model. D20 has a thing called sense motive, and that makes... And you can use that to see whether or not you think somebody's lying to you. In this particular case, it's it's not so easy to tell that. Oh, all right. So... All right, so you... uh, um, Mostly what you try to do is persuade people to tell you the truth using mm-hmm. your persuasion skill. Mm-hmm. And then if you roll high enough and they respond, then you believe what they say. Okay. Yeah. All right, so uh, you walk into the town. Of course, um, as you, there's a blacksmith. There's a very, you know, various things you'd expect to find in a town. Uh, you see a group of, of people dressed in monk robes. Um, uh, standing around, uh, uh, looking up into the sky and making some comment about the, uh, the improvement of the weather and how it's a blessing from Vishu. Okay, um, go towards the temple. Is there a sign what it's a temple to? Um, is one of their standard gods or is this like a local god? There are a lot of symbols. Um, and various figures that are uh, attached, you know, in bias relief to the walls of this temple. Uh, you can tell that there's a lot of different gods here. Of course, uh, uh, Vishu is is at the is at the very top, but there's a number of other gods as well, which you may not, you probably don't know anything about. Do you? You don't have knowledge history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you can make an attempt. To make a roll to identify some of these at a minus, at your standard minus four. Minus two? Minus two, yeah. D4 minus two. No. Okay. So you really don't know what these gods are. And generally speaking, they don't have little labels on the bottom and say what they are. Yeah, oh. six. Nine minus two is seven. No, minus I one for injury is trains. six. Okay, then it's eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, you see one of them uh, uh, 
uh, one of the gods is, um, oh, um, is a goddess of, uh, of destruction. And she seems to be kneeling before Vishu. I say, oh, so that's what that is. Do you, did you see anything that could be associated with this, um, the giant dog that might have been treated like a god? Mm, I don't think so, unless... Yeah. Well, something more important is the fact is that you also notice that the god has her fingers crossed behind her back. Oh. <clears throat> so the goddess of destruction is, is, is showing uh, uh, obedience to Vishu, but at the same time, not quite. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, there are a number of animals, uh, big giant statues of, of, of ferocious looking animals, dogs, um, tigers, various things like that, standing around the entrance uh, in very imposing views. Um, it's possible that one of them might be uh, this dog of which you're interested in, but... You, you really can't tell, but they are quite large. I mean, we're talking. Are there any pictures which show like somebody holding this platter up to a dog? No, there's nobody. There's no. There's no picture of someone holding a platter up to a dog. Okay. Uh, Anyways, but the uh, but the temple is there in front of you. Um, as, the, as since it is late and the sun is is failing, uh, you notice that the temple appears to be alive with candlelight. Looking back, you notice that the uh, monks have followed you. Or perhaps you were just going in the same direction. Mm-hmm. I'll stand aside and let them pass. They do. They pass. They look at you. They bow. Um, I bow back to them. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Right. One, re- one reaches inside and and uh, hands you what looks to be a, uh, uh, a walnut with a symbol carved on it. I say, um, we are travelers from far away. We do not understand. Uh, the monk nods again and says, it is good luck. Should we eat it? No. What does the symbol look like? Well, you've never seen it before. Okay, sorry. Clearly, something's been carved in this walnut. Mm -hmm. Should we plant it? They've already passed on. Kind of did this in passing, leaving you this wall, this carved walnut in your hand. Yeah, <laughs> look at it. What's carved on it? A symbol that you don't recognize. Oh. Okay, I'll, I, I, I guess I don't really want to get on my computer in front of these. Find a secluded place and look it up on the computer. You don't want to, or you do want? To? No, I don't want to look it up in the open because I don't want people to see the computer in the open. Okay. I find a secluded place and I look up the symbol on my computer. Okay. All right. Uh, and you do find that it is a symbol of good luck. For any particular god? Or? No, just of, of the Indian uh, religion itself. Okay. And, and look up the, the, the platter and the giant dog, which is sounds like I'm on a Cerberus or something. Okay. Um, Does it seem to be that? 
There is a, a legend. Is there a Hindu a, giant dog legend? Or? There is a legend uh, in the Arabian Nights uh, stories about such a giant dog. And the person who went there had to tra- uh, travel through an entire cavern full of treasures. And, uh, uh, and, um, and, and did not, was, and was tempted to, to, to take some of it, but did not. And as, and at the, at the end, found the platter and, uh, and left with it and used it to, uh, uh, to defeat, uh, an, an evil, um, caliph. You know, an, an evil uh, uh, ruler, and uh, and they all lived happily ever after. Did he? Does it say whether the dog was evil or just an animal or what? It didn't seem to be evil, though it certainly was was uh, uh, was completely uh, resolute. I mean, it basically did as it was commanded, and mm. was uh, was completely. Uh, it was hugely scary, but uh, and and no time did you know. And, and it, there wasn't much talk about the dog other than the fact that the dog. It's you know, it was more about the bravery of the young man, yeah. you know, going and, and his virtuousness in leaving the treasure alone when you know obviously he could have taken some with him, yeah. you know, and uh, you know, and how he was wise to 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 keep his focus on. The things that were important, which was the completion of his mission, yeah. and uh, so there's uh, that was pretty much all there is in your okay. database, in the area of legends. So there might be a lot more to this, but you know, it's, it's the problem with legends; they tend to get simplified and and um, you know usurp for the purpose of whatever story point that the storyteller wants. So you don't know if if it's as simple as that or not. All right. So um, you see, so you, you you read all that. Uh, night has now fallen. It's now dark. Uh, there's uh, dogs barking out here, by the way, and uh, uh, you hear the sound of uh, monks chanting in the in the temple. Uh, there are bells that are being rung. You know. Uh, for uh, you know, one for one. Do you have any streetwise? I don't think so. Okay, bells are bells are being rung like as, as if it was you know nighttime, and uh, you're definitely uh, you know you uh, no you know you're definitely people are closing up their shops, people are leaving the streets, people who were selling things along the street or have packed up their stuff and disappeared. You know, you come back out and it's pretty empty at this point. Though, you know, I'm sure that, you know, there are places for travelers to stay in, in a, in a town such as this, considering it's at the bottom of the trail. Okay. Now you said at the fishing village, there weren't any signs. There are signs here, right? On buildings? Huh. I would say that there would be some there would be some carvings uh, in the sides of buildings pointing towards a few things. There might also be a couple of uh, of, of of signs that were literally set up 
you know, point uh, along the roads, you know, uh, pointing to various things that it, that people are advertising, like an advertising sign. Okay. You know, there's there's a, there's a a sign that has an eyeball on it, an eye, and and uh, it looks like uh, uh, the the leg of a of a raven, and it says uh, uh, lodging. And it's and it's uh, you know, and the and, and the leg is pointing in a direction. Well, it'll be a tourist trap, but let's go. Okay. Um, All right. First, first, see if there's a place where we can, like, talk to people and gather information. I guess you know, like the standard um, fantasy adventure type pub. Well, or some some yeah, place. A place where you can find lodging probably has that purpose. Okay. 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 So you go and you you travel along, and in the, in the distance you can see that there's lamps outside one building, where most of the other buildings are, are dark, except for lamps inside the buildings, of course. And as you get closer, you can hear the sound of music, thin, you know, maybe a, a and it's only an instrument or two. Uh, you as you get even closer, you hear the sound of of bells. You know, chiming, uh, and the sound of, uh, uh, laughter and, and conversation, and, and you realize that it is a, a, an inn of some kind with a restaurant, and, and there are people currently outside enjoying the fact that it's, you know, that it's out, that the, 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 the rain has stopped, okay, and that hopefully the sky will clear soon. So that they can enjoy the night. Uh, it's uh, it's not terribly cold. It's, it's it's actually just kind of it's just kind of uh, yeah. I put it, I put it around maybe sixty degrees. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, so there's uh, and you can see that there's a large brazier that has been set up um, uh, in front of this building, and there's sparks flying up from it. It's not a brazier. No, it's not a brazier, it's a brazier. Okay. Okay. So you approach and you see that there are a number of people, probably 20 or so, and they're standing around, uh, and they are uh, with, uh, uh, is that you? Yeah, I'm not okay. saying uh, and they're and... and they're standing around, and apparently they're, they're taking turns <coughs> squirting uh, something into each other's mouths, uh, from some kind of a large animal skin. <laughs> you guys a- a- approach, and uh, and the fire, like I say, is going off pretty good. In that, it's it's a bowl shaped, like sort of like a a, a kibachi dish, and sparks are flying up, and you can see that the inside is is it's got wood that's dry, and it, it's just it's just sparks as a. As, as I mean, I can walk. the wood burns. Yeah. Apparently, this is wood that's been kept dry inside. Um, and so there, everyone's kind of staying around, uh, and, and enjoying the heat coming off of it, warding off the night yeah. chill. Okay. The, uh. Okay. Thank you for all that you're doing. Yeah. You, looking up at the mountain, you can see now the, 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 in the, in the top, the, the, the spark, you know, the, the, the dim flashing 
of, of lightning up high on the mountain. And you notice that there are tendrils of smoke, it looks like, reaching down the sides of the mountain down toward the village. They seem to, to move slowly and deliberately. They don't seem to have gotten, they don't seem like they're very close now. But as you watch, you think that they are getting slowly closer and closer to the village. Mm-hmm. It's a little ominous looking, especially with all that all that flashing and darkness in the in the. Do any other people seem to be looking up at those? Uh, most people seem to be looking up at the sky. So, but not specifically at those. No, they don't seem to be looking at that. Uh, I, I I mentioned to somebody who's looking up at the sky. That's strange, and I point to one of the tendrils. Ah, he says, "Yes, it's uh, it's, it's the um, uh, oh, I need my list." He says, "Yes, the the locks of Anupana." He says, "Reaching down from the mountains, seeking to ensnare a lover for the evening." It is said. That anyone who gets caught in those tendrils of mist, he says, will lose their mind and find themselves, they think, in the loving embrace of a woman, but instead find themselves humping a monster. So it, it doesn't affect women then, does it? Well, right. uh, I don't think no, the she, of a woman she, would be. Says, uh, 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 Anupama only likes men. Okay. Okay, that's good. There are other, there, there are other uh, uh, things to worry about for women. Okay, I, I say, um, but only know? if they venture into the forest at night. Oh. Well, what should I be aware of then? Looks at you and says, "Oh, you're a woman." <laughs> I'm sorry, your dress, it was so masculine. I i thought you were a man. Pretty boy. Because I'm carrying a sword? No, because you're such a pretty boy. Well, thank you. Um, you, you, I, I, you have nothing to fear from, from her tonight, I assure you. On the other hand, he says, perhaps you would like to join me for dinner. Um, I'm, I'm a traveler. I'm already here with somebody. I'm a traveler also. No, I, I said I'm already, I'm already here with somebody and I'm not here for that kind of business anyway. He, look, he, look, he, he looks over and he pokes you. He says, is it this week's sauce? I'm not that weak. Oh, but yes, I am. I am. We are. We, uh, actually, we're, we're here. We're here on a mission which doesn't really involve being entertained. Um, I do. I'm asking around, trying to find out information about this place and about the story of the platter that controls the giant dog, which is <laughs> supposedly <laughs> they, they look. They look around. And he says, "You seek, yeah." I, I seek information about what lo- possible local legends. <laughs> He's seeking the great dog of the mountain. Ah, he wishes to control it and make it, and you can become master of the world. 
so I, I would not really wish to become mistress of the world, but you seem to think it's very amusing that I would even think about such a legend. What, pray tell, makes it so amusing? It's a legend. It's a legend, for heaven's sakes. He says, there are many things to fear up on the mountain, but giant dogs are not one of them. Tell us about the other You've obviously heard about his legend. He says, I'll tell you what, Weak Sauce. He says, he says, test yourself against me in an arm wrestling match. He says, if you succeed, I will not only answer your questions, but I will give you this, this fine skin of wine. All right. If you lose, you will be my footstool for the night. <laughs> uh. Well, okay. How, um, describe how he looks and his build and that sort of thing. He looks like he's a he, uh, well. He's he's a little slightly smaller than you, but he's burly. He looks mm-hmm. like he's like he's. You know, he's a man who travels. He's, he's, you know, not, you know, he's rugged. Okay. He's wearing a turban. He's, uh, dressed in, in, uh, a, a, a cloak. And he, underneath he has clothing that looks like he's, you know, not, you know, not poor. Right. Um, he, you know, he doesn't, you know, on his hands are a couple of rings that look like they might be valuable. Mm-hmm. It's quite possible that he's not here alone. That some of the people around are actually his men, watching, watching in case someone might try to rob him. Yeah. So it's, um. So, but he's you know, he's he's basically uh, uh, he's been spurned by your compa- female companion, uh-huh. and so he's taking it out on you. Okay, I hear that. On the other hand, he's trying to hes trying to be good-natured about it. Right. Mm-hmm. He's entertaining himself with the humiliation of you instead. <clears throat> okay. What is the currency that's used here? What? What is he... He, he says the, imper- uh, the imperial silver, of course. Oh, Okay. What, what does, what does that matter? Do you wish to make a side bet? Oh, no, no, I had nothing to do with that. I was thinking that you uh, used currency to, like, buy what? food or what? things in what? the inn, perhaps. What, 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 what? Well, excuse what are you talking me about being obtuse, but I thought they might use currency. Well, yeah, they also, you know, like, drink mead, and well, they wear hats. Nice, John. <laughs> also, maybe this one will work. Uh, I don't know if it actually does damage or not, but huh? Yeah. Um, with the, the card that says this it does not damage. Well, this is a strength versus strength check. Oh. And I, I would see you might say that for something more dire than just this. I'd be humiliated. No. Okay, five. Five. All right. Oh, do I have to, the minus one? No, the yes, please. the minus um, one. Okay, uh, so four. Four. Okay. All right. Well, that explodes. 
Oh, well. That's an 11. Basically, yeah. boom, knocks you down. And then he takes his other foot and he kicks you square in the chest and knocks you flat on your back in the mud. Say, why did you agree to that? He's, uh, I would say it would be maybe a smart diplomat. And he, and he says, he says, come over here, little footstool. Okay. So you get over on your hands and knees and crawl and crawl over next to him, right? I, I take a photo of this, except they don't know what photos are, and it would probably cause a ruckus. And he raises one of his feet up and just plants it right on the middle of your back. Okay. So what did he say? He'd, he'd say if we and, and he looks and he looks to you and he says, "So dinner? Uh, well, just dinner. Okay." All right. Anyway, so uh, they uh, so at which point he takes his foot off the middle of your back and uh, and and starts you know and, and 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 puts one hand over your shoulder and starts leading you inside. Uh, no, it's I say just there. We can. That's they have food out here. No, they they don't. They people are eating out here, but the the food's inside. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so. Uh, he goes and uh, he goes inside, leads you inside. And of course, he looks back. He says, "Come I on!" Can, uh, so I was going to yeah. get up and follow. Yeah. Him. So you follow in, okay? And uh, it, they they go they go inside and they uh, uh, stomp their feet as they go across these wooden slats, which knocks most of the mud off when they go inside. Even so, you go inside and you can see that there's um, uh, the the place, the smell. As you go inside, it is so dank and musty in here. The smell is pretty bad, uh, for especially those with modern smell senses mm-hmm. like that. But they go inside, and you can see that there's some dancers that are dancing, and there's a musician playing music, and she's doing the, you know, the, with the castanets. And uh, there's a, a lot of people in here who are sitting around on cushions, uh, uh, uh Mats and cushions of uh, uh, watching the show, and he basically walks over to one that's not being used, and 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 uh, uh, sits basically sits down on it and and pats the pats the the the, the mat next to him. Okay. Not for your benefit, for her benefit. Oh, I thought okay, I'll, sit, I'll sit down. Okay, and then of course you know you you uh, uh, you, you, he goes and points over next to him for you to sit, yeah, and basically you know and 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 and, and, he, and he basically goes lower, and so you basically have to end up like laying down on the on the ground. Oh, okay, <laughs> he's, you, he's laying down. Yeah, right. Sort of, so you have to be lower than him. That's when you're injured. Anyways, so uh, and 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 so he waves, you know, at somebody, and a, and a girl comes over. Actually, it's probably a guy comes over, and he and he tells them that he orders a bunch of food, okay, and they bring him, you know, chicken, and they bring him bread, and they bring him cheeses, and uh, you know, and, and other things wrapped in breads, and uh, you know, and, he, and they put a big platter down, you know, between the two of you. You know, okay. and uh, at which point he he goes and picks up a 
uh, a, a, a chunk of cheese and he tosses it to you. Okay. Okay. And uh, Thank you. okay. And and late and and and, and uh, later on, you know, as, as you're eating, he looks over to you and he holds up his 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 bolta of of of, of wine. Uh-huh. As like you do you want some of this? You're probably pretty thirsty. I'll after I'll eat that piece of cheese. Yeah, okay. I'll... So he opens the end of it and he just sp- sprays it at you. Oh. Okay. So um <clears throat> you know, uh if you're if you're smart, you open your mouth. Right. Otherwise you basically get sprayed in the face yeah. with this. Uh-huh. Okay. So why don't you make a dex check to I see if you something uh something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can catch the wine in your mouth. It's a pretty concentrated spray, and he's actually very good at with it. Oh, so he's okay. basically going to nail you right in the face. Yeah, you know, if I don't make if, it. if you don't open your mouth and and, and swallow it. So uh, you so said a uh, uh, dex, but you mean agility? Agility, yes, yeah, an agility okay. check. I'm sorry. Nice. Oh. Got an eight. Explodes. I wish I could have gotten an eight. Explode when I was doing that. Oh, yeah, son. Yeah. Oh, so no, then you would have won. Uh, okay. All right. So anyway, so he, uh, uh, so you you slurp it up good. He gives you a good, nice drink out of this. Oh. Okay. It's a little hard to do it since you're basically down flat right. doing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But you, you gulp it down. It's actually pretty good tasting wine. Oh, The guy okay. actually buys good stuff. Oh, okay. and, uh and, and, and you do such a good thing, he actually reaches over and he tosses you, you know, a... a, 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 a a meat pastry that's it's got food inside of a pastry shell. Oh, you know, okay. He tosses that over to you, and that's like eating a little meat pie. Yeah, okay. So, which is which is pretty good. He he actually entertains himself quite a bit tossing food to you. Well, you know, he's, like I'm a lonely yeah, yeah. dog. Like you're a dog. Yeah, he told you he was going to do this. He says you're going to yeah. be his dog, his, his footstool. Right. Yeah. And later on, he is actually going to probably put his feet up on you. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> so, but anyway, so he. Well, I consider this is like taking one for the team. Yeah, you yeah. are taking one. Anyway, so you're over there, and he's yeah. talking with you, um, and he asks, and and he and he he, he says, he says, okay, so seriously, he says, you're you're really looking for the le- the legendary great I, dog I of the am, mountain. I am, in fact, looking for that. Yes, you, you come from very far away. He uh, said, he says, what? He's, it's it's. You know, if, if it I, was, I know, he looks at you and says, "You know, if it was possible to find such an animal, surely somebody would have done so already." Um, well, there's always got to be a first person to do it. If he exists, yeah. If he or she exists, he says. Right? He says she. Do you know something about the dog that nobody else does? No, I, I mean a person, a person, a person who find it exists. Oh. Oh, you're talking about the person finding the dog. I thought maybe you thought I thought you were saying no, that, the, that the dog was a bitch no. versus a, a, no, a, a no. male. Oh, uh, it's but if if you since you do think it's so amusing that anyone would choose to search for his dog, can you just what about it is so amusing? Just that it doesn't exist. That it's yes, that it doesn't exist. I mean, and if it did exist, it's it's humongous. It's 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 uh, it would you know it, it would squash you like a bug. It would it, it you know it's uh, it's it's the legends of it is extremely vicious. I mean, well, it's, if it can be controlled with the platter, <laughs> you control with the platter. You know, it, you know, I, he, I've seen many things. 
I've seen many things too, and I, and what I've noticed more than anything else is that when somebody gets utterly defeated by somebody else, the first thing they do is they talk about how they've got this secret, you know, uh, uh, weakness that if they just had this secret weakness, then they could have triumphed. But in fact, is they were beaten, and they were beaten because they weren't good enough, and that's why. And there is no platter, and there is no dog. <laughs> But I take out I take out my flashlight and I shine um, a beam on the table. He, well, he's. I say there are many things around that you've not seen. Um, uh, this dog could be one of them. Well, he's very interested. He says. He says that is a fascinating thing. He says, "Is that is that a um, is that is that an ensorcelled object?" It is. It is hard to describe. I would say, do they have a word for technology? Artifice. It's technology. Artifice. It's, it, it, it's a thing that somebody made. It's. I could not make them myself, but. It doesn't look like a tinker toy to me. Yeah. He says, I've seen many, many things in my life, including ensorcelled objects. He says, but I, I have not seen that. He says it's the light is so pure. Mm-hmm. It's it does not it doesn't seem to declare itself to one god or another. No, it is just light. It's just light. Do you have more of those? Um, I would love. It says perhaps we could strike a deal. Perhaps I could be uh, I could be the uh, agent of your manufacturer. Um, I I have I, I cannot tell you how to. I would in fact I would not know. How to tell you how to manufacture them? This is something. I have something I, you may be of interest. If I may be allowed to get up momentarily and get it to show to you, uh, he's uh, he says. He looks at you. He says, "By all means." He says, "Go go take care of your business." I say in English, "You better not give him the Tmellon construction device." Are you kidding? Hardly, never, not something like that. So I go ahead and I get one of the uh, the chem light sticks and I carefully pull it out so he's not damn some kind of weapon or something to kill him with. Uh-huh. And I say, this oblong piece of something known as plastic, if you bend it, it will glow with a particular color of light. It's used for, it's a chem light stick. But I don't say that word, but I'm just saying what I'm showing him. And I mentioned that to him. I say, here. I, I say, I, now you can. I, I just, I'm just exactly what this, exactly what this is, um, is beside the point. I'm just saying, um, we do have experience with some things that a lot of people may not have experience with and would have a greater chance of finding this platter or negotiating with this creature than an average person would. All right. He, uh, he takes your chem light stick and he t- goes over and he tries to light it because, you know, in, uh, from, from a dish of, uh, oh no, you of, don't need to do that. Oil. I, I tell, that's why I told him if you bend it, it will glow. If you want to do that now or you can do it later. But you can't, you can't stop it. From glowing and eventually um, burning out. Right. Yeah. Once you break it, the light will stay on, and then it will run out, and then it'll be burned think, out. Think of it sort of like a light. candle, but that you can't blow out. 
It's a one-use device. It's like a candle. Hmm. All right. Puts basically puts it away inside of a, into a pocket inside of his vest. He says, "Well, he says, let us enjoy the music. If we're done talking about this myth, about this 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 crazy well, question, unless there's something more you can tell me about it." I don't know. I don't I know, know what you know. Legend. I, we we know we know very very little. Obviously, we know enough to have heard about it. <laughs> uh, I cannot do, say that I. I, I certainly no expert on it. it. It's supposed to live up in the mountain. This mountain. This mountain, indeed. Okay, it's a great mountain. mountain. It's the greatest, greatest mountain around. Is it many years ago or? Recently, uh, no. Well, yes, of course. It's, it's it's shrouded in legend. Many many years ago, where would be the best place to go in this town to find out about legends? Oh, the temple. I would think the temple. Yes. Yeah. He says, but but let us not speak of these things. Let us speak uh, 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 instead of your beauty. Well, <laughs> he says, I'm flattered. He, he says, you are, are you to the music? I am listening to the music. He says, but I can, but I, I have found that I can, uh, I, I can engage in pleasure on more than one sense at a time. And he reaches over and he strokes his finger on your cheek. Well, I tell him I'm, I was already involved with somebody who's far away right now, but I'm not interested in such pleasure at the moment. Such a shame. Yeah. He says, Says you will find a man such as myself to very readily, if ever. I'm my prowess and endurance are legendary. No, I haven't heard and of you. You seem to like legendary I say, I things. I haven't heard of you. But you are from so far away; it's not surprising. I'm a bit of a local legend around here myself when I come. And he's not making a, a joke, by the nice. way. That just happens to I be just, unfortunate. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, he uh, <laughs> so well. Anyway, so he's gonna he's gonna continue to try to hit on you. I assume you're going to continue to try to yeah. Dismiss. I'm gonna continue to refuse. I'm gonna right. you know be polite. Cause. Anyways, he does tell you though that uh, his business will be in this town will be conducted tomorrow. And if you wish to, if you truly wish to go into the mountains. Uh, then to, that it would probably be to your benefit to travel back, uh, uh, with his, his, his caravan. Uh, what is his business? He is a merchant. He buys and sells. Well, I, it's, wouldn't the, isn't the location that the legend is, um, not an area that's normally traveled by people? No, indeed, if you wish to travel further up into the mountain, that is, of course, your own business. However, at least the first, you know, <laughs> at least the first part of the trail where the trail, you know, goes up the mountain, you would be safer. There are bandits in the mountains. Yeah. There are wild animals in the mountains. And two people such as yourselves, at which point he takes his feet and puts them up on top of you. <laughs> He said, uh, he's, uh, he, 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 he says, you know, traveling alone would be ready, ready uh, uh, targets and, um, and nourishment for the wild beasts of the I mountain. Say, don't assume I can't take care of myself, plus I have 
um, resources that may not be easily seen right now. I do not question the ferocity of your passions or your skill, which I have not seen. Uh, I merely offer my hospitality and protection on the trip, should you wish to avail yourself. I do appreciate your offer. It would be be a stain on my soul if I was not... I look at at the bottom of his foot, which is on him, when he says this. Yes, it's pretty pretty stained, the bottom of his soul. Yes. <laughs> and at which point he crosses his feet, uncrosses his feet, and crosses them the other direction. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, so they you, they sit there and sup and drink and yeah. and and enjoy the music late into the evening. At which point he finally says, "Well, he says I I must be off to my room." Yeah. Uh, and he tells you what number it is, and he looks at you and says. He says, "I and 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 he and he, and he uh uh he uh reaches into his pocket and he tosses you a silver coin. He says, you know, they probably can clean the mud off of your cloak before dawn.' Okay, I bid you good night, and uh, he says, and and uh, good sleep." And who knows what tomorrow? Who knows what tomorrow will bring? And he okay. proceeds to get up and walk away, taking his bolto with him. Mm-hmm. At this point, most of the people have left. I mean, the base of the music is the the, the uh, musicians have packed up. They've collected their their silver coins and yeah. and, the co- and other things from the various patrons that are there. This guy was 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 generous with them, right? So apparently he's he's a, a successful merchant. Okay. And uh, did he leave some of his uh, that food they ordered that we can finish? Uh, uh, oh yeah, there's probably some food left that they didn't eat. He right. you know uh, he ate, he made most of it. Right. And, and, and sure. again, he was occasionally <clears throat> tossed, he was occasionally tossing food at you. We yeah. can always order food anyway, right? If you want to order more toast. food that you probably can, be you know. So he says the the the, the, uh, the I mean there's there's probably still some food that uh, you won't the meat will be gone yeah. but there's still going to be more fruit and and breads that you can still probably get okay. at this point and of course there's always wine yeah now of course if you want your own wine skin that's going to cost you extra oh yeah uh-huh. other, other, most of the people out there like say so they the ones outside they were they were using boltas but. They, uh, yeah, well, anyway, uh, I think, but there are mugs and stuff. I think we better rest tomorrow. We go to the temple and ask about this legend before we actually set out. Sure, yeah, I wanted to go in here to ask more people about what they knew about the mountains and stuff. And also, I was going to suggest, oh, were there any, were there any like monks in the tavern? I mean, I don't know if monks drink or not, but no, there were no monks in the tavern. And monks probably do drink; they just don't drink there in the tavern. Okay. <coughs> so it's, I guess we could stop here. I think we As should. I said next, the next step is going to go to the temple, and then we actually go up the mountain. But I- this is Bruce Sheffer saying there are a million million worlds out there, so go explore them. Yo, brothers, this was the Tritech Games podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, 
no derivatives, and sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at Tri-Tech Games. And if you don't, we'll be after your sorry butts, cause we're some bad mothers. Hi, this is Trav of the Travcast, Hour 3 of Blind Wolf's Rubber Room Association on DementiaRadio.org, Tuesdays, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern.